0: But I remember crawling underneath my bed, and when I got under the bed, there's this huge black snake, and I remember it curled around me, but I wasn't scared. I felt like it protected me instead of, you know, most people would probably freak out, think it's going to try to kill you. Welcome to From
1: the Ground Up, where we talk to reptile keepers and breeders about all things cold-blooded. Sit back and have a beer with us. Well, some of you are driving. If you're driving, keep your hands tended to and enjoy the show. Welcome to number 64 of From the Ground Up. Um, a few things to get out of the way. We do have shirts available, portcitypythons.com. So when you purchase a shirt, it goes to support the podcast. And then also we have Amazon links. If you see on our YouTube channel, in the description is going to be links to products and stuff that I like or you know things that we think are useful, and all you do is follow that. And then if you buy anything from Amazon there on out, a small percentage goes back to us. Uh, so we would appreciate it. That's super awesome. Um, that's about it. I did that really quick today, I feel. Today we have Evan Browder. Sup, y'all? And uh, so we're going to be talking a little bit about Southern Carpet Fest.
0: Yes. So This
1: weekend. Give us a quick rundown of the... The important details
0: uh southern carpet fest there has been a change of venue uh it was going to be in uh terrell texas it is now going to be in keller at the house of tony and melissa jerome tony is selective scales if you guys checked him out he was a guest on here talked about carpondros uh what else does he have the Apodora jungles bull snakes a bunch of cool shit. um they've opened their doors for us to host this year and we're going to have a kick-ass time fucking cooking up some fucking mud bugs, baby. For those of you that are probably from the north and don't know what mud bugs are, they're crawfish. I was about Cray to. Crayfish, oh, crawdads. Joe, Joe, you might need to bring your own food. This is going to be midget midget highly seafoody. Yeah, Joe's weird. I don't know what the fuck is going on over here. I don't eat seafood. Catfish isn't seafood, though. It's soul food. <laughs> yes, and I'm, I'm frying up some catfish, too.
1: Well, when you fry anything, I mean, I could maybe handle it, but...
2: Yeah. Patfish Poe Boys.
1: There you go.
0: Now we're talking.
1: I got to like bring some smoked meat or something. We're going to oh, have to figure it ask out.
2: Austin to go to that um, Mexican meat market. Place. Yours sounds better <laughs> calling it a meat place than <laughs> Mexican yeah. market. You know, they have? The weird foods or weird meats. Just it's like, like La, La Fiesta,
1: Fiesta or some. No. That mo- no. Fiesta is an, is
2: an actual grocery store. This is like a, it's a market.
1: Oh. Okay. I don't know we're going crazy right now so so people don't know what Carpet Fest is Carpet Fest is basically just a party where you get to hang out with some of the coolest breeders in the area which are people who keep Morelia or people who keep anything really
0: yeah a lot of a lot of breeders a lot of people that are new just to to reptiles in general and the name can be a little misleading I know everybody here is Carpet Fest and their first thing is well I don't keep carpets And it's not about carpets. It's just about the people and the snakes, lizards, turtles, frogs, whatever the fuck you're into. You know, it can be anything people are interested to hear about it. And I know uh, it's like if you go to the reptile shows, anybody that's been to the reptile shows, you really don't get that one-on-one quality time because these guys are busy. They're trying to make a living. They're trying to sell animals. And so just sitting there conversating, you don't get that one-on-one time. But Carpet Fest, it's a fucking party. I mean it's a barbecue. We just sit around, hang out, and that's about it. So Yeah,
1: I mean there's no reason why you should think like, Oh, I'm not I'm not that much into it to like come out. It's basically we at least strive for it to be even if you don't
0: own snakes, even if you don't like snakes, uh I know at Bill's house we did the past three years at Bill's. And he had people from his job that would come out there. They're just like, I don't like snakes. And Bill's got people holding snakes and changing their minds about them. And, you know, that kind of shit is just great for the hobby. It's great, you know, to bring new people and show them, hey, these snakes aren't like crazy things. There's really nothing to fear so many people have that crazy irrational fear they're just they don't like snakes for no fucking reason you never had an interaction with one you know if you had you tell that bullshit story about i ran into a cotton mouth me and my cousin sister and it chased us down the street yeah that shit ain't happening like if anybody ever tells you they got chased by a copperhead or a cotton mouth they're full of shit
1: (laughs) well (laughs) i'm just saying (laughs) i think definitely a benefit is that i mean who has adult poplin pythons Tony has an adult popling python that's probably going to be hanging out. And, I mean, just to see that snake and then have everyone yeah, around. Yeah, she, she or he.
0: I think it's a he. I think it's a he, too. He, he's cool. I mean, I've never really held him because it's – I don't know. It's interesting. It's a cool-ass snake, but it's nothing that's ever been on my radar. So, I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. You know, but some everybody else gets over there and gets hands on it. And I think Austin did that. He, he checked it out. Next thing I know, Austin's got him now. So, <laughs> It seems to happen like that so maybe i need to hold it
1: yeah it's one of those like giant snakes but still moves around a lot and still explores a lot and just like super muscular and tiny silky scales
0: i've I've been warned though don't don't handle other snakes and then reach in there with it
1: yeah yeah i mean they've been known i guess to eat each other and then also they they just like eating other snakes
0: yeah i I'd, i'd like to i'll probably check her out this time though or him i keep saying her I, th- I think i refer to all my snakes as her and i actually How dare to, you you know but i meant you to post would. that the other day i was going to actually post that and be like do you have a preference if you if you're getting a pet snake do you have a preference on the sex does it even matter do you prefer females because in some species females get bigger do you prefer the males because they're a little smaller you know i think it depends
2: on whether you plan to breed eventually or not
0: I, I love well, that, but I think on certain snakes, like I've had pet snakes and I've always wanted females just because to me, they just, they always seem to get a little bigger. And so I kind of, is it on? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. I was, here, let me no, no, swallow no, the no, mic. No, Can you no, hear me now? No? No. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of lost my train of thought because Joe is <laughs> staring at me kind of weird over here. I don't Damn, know how much he's had to drink. <laughs> <laughs> well, he just the
1: well, it's important that people need to know, you know, how uh, close the mic is, if people can hear them. Hey, if oh. you guys can't
0: hear me, let me know. I can right see your chat. About Fest. Mm-hmm. Year, That's my buddy. He slept over on my couch when he was driving cross country.
1: Really? Mm-hmm um what he
0: Um, never met him before and he hit me up was like hey man can I stay at your house I'm like fuck yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) it's like cool I mean that's that's the reptile community right there never met this dude only talked to him on Facebook and stuff and he hit me up and was just traveling cross-country to move and was coming through Texas needed a spot to crash I'm like hell yeah like come on shit was fun man
1: yeah I mean we just we talked about that all like last podcast about us pretty much doing that like a weekend ago or so so I mean that's a cool thing. Reptile people are reptile. And that's why you should go to things like Fest. Right? You can at least have a you few meet so couches. many.
0: You, <laughs> you meet so many different types of people, too. Like, the reptile community is weird, you know, because for a long time it was like these weird people with covered in tattoos and just strange-ass people. And now it's like just every normal day Joe's, you know, pun intended. <laughs> Good one. They, they, uh, ha <laughs> 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 They, uh. They, it's it's just everywhere, and so even when you're dealing with people, you run into all kinds of people at the reptile shows online. It's just the spectrum of people who own reptiles is fucking nuts. Like yeah. old people, young people, crazy people. <laughs> J-C. she's mad about something.
1: I mean, at least it gives you things like. Um, I mean, we're just gonna have so much food. And beers and just dude. hanging
0: out. Play a yard, uh, yard games. Uh, Austin's bringing a cornhole. That should be pretty fun. If you don't know what cornhole is, Google it.
1: Sponsored by Ragebeard Reptiles Cornhole. There you go. He's got he got like
0: the logo on there Dude, right? he's got the good boards. Him and I think uh, I think Bill got Eric one too. That's got the E.B. Morales. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I've got one, but mine's like from Walmart. <laughs> 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 I mean. I think if you throw the bag the too bags hard, like it'll bounce bust. like ten feet. <laughs> that it'll just bust open as soon as it yeah. hits the board. <laughs>
1: yeah, professional cornholing going on.
0: But yeah, I highly suggest anybody that's in the the DFW area, if you want to drive in, whatever, fly in, you know, it's this weekend, and also Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, whatever that means. We're
1: gonna have crawfish tacos, right?
0: I'm just eating crawfish. Crawfish tacos sound so
1: nasty. Don't don't expect that. I, I, expect I love
0: that. shrimp and I don't even eat shrimp tacos. Why? It just sounds so Ugh. What? <laughs> We're not nothing. I'm not even going to break that up on rice, beans, shrimp and bread. You eat all those things? No, I don't. Not together.
2: You eat beans, rice and bread together?
0: A tortilla. And you
2: eat shrimp and bread together? Oh yeah, Why would I like eat shrimp carried and carried away,
1: people?
0: And I shit, lost this conversation.
1: <laughs> so I, I realized that something I thought about like the other night when I knew that maybe you would be on this podcast. And um I never better not never be really about fucking through. fruit flies. <laughs> we never really went through how you got into the fruit fly but i mean the reptile hobby
0: uh it's actually kind of funny i i was little i'd say maybe four or five and i remember having this this i would call it a nightmare and i i was having this nightmare and i remember something was kind of chasing me whatever i don't know where i had seen a snake i guess somewhere on tv but i remember crawling underneath my bed and when i got under the bed there's this huge black snake and I remember it curled around me, but I wasn't scared. I felt like it protected me. Instead of, you know, most people would probably freak out, think it's going to try kill you. I felt like it protected me. And I was probably four or five. And I from that moment on, I was just like snakes. Like they something about them is is good. And so I associated a snake with good. Therefore, it the passion took off. Like I was just like, snakes, snakes, let's go to the zoo. Let's go to pet stores. And I wanted to see snakes everywhere and uh
1: i don't want to breeze pat that's the weirdest answer i could have ever gotten was that. that i it mean it's the truth
0: that's where thing. it came from like my first thought <laughs> process of dealing with snakes was a was a dream i had and then it was just like
1: uh, is it a premonition
0: i i don't i wouldn't call it that but it was just to this day i i've always associated that big black snake as an indigo too and i think that's always been on my bucket list is an indigo and i think that's one of my favorite snakes that i've never had and uh i just i've always loved snakes since then my mom's just like no creepy crawlies and my dad was like get some snakes you know and so i remember when he got me my first python was a ball python and uh i was so excited man i think i was 10 and i remember coming home and he got me one and a couple years before that we had some friends and some apartments that we stayed in and they had a burmese and so that was my first real interaction with a real snake, and then it was a big snake, no less. But I remember I'd go over there and knock on their door and ask to see it, and they'd pull him out and take him out in the yard, and we'd hold him and stuff. And I was just in love, dude. It was the greatest thing ever. Just this big ass snake, and it really, in retrospect, like looking back at it now, that snake was probably six feet long. But I could, I thought it was thirty feet long. You know, it's just yeah. so big because I was so little. But uh, you
1: know, when yeah. those snakes wrap around you and you're sleeping, they're sizing you.
0: That's uh, what I hear. They're hungry. They're trying to. <laughs> uh, that's science. Jesus Christ. But people. <laughs> Sorry. That's right along them lines <laughs> of, I got, got chased could. by my cotton mouth.
1: Hey, man, oh, you're the snake getting into a premonitioner. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's pretty wacky. Yeah, it was
0: it was a crazy dream, man, but that's where it all started. And then from there on out, I was out catching snakes and lizards and turtles and doing it until I got my first one and it took me forever. How old were you? Uh, when I was catching them. Well, uh, no,
1: when you first kept,
0: when I first got my first, I would say I was 12, maybe mm-hmm. like it was a little late in life. I think I was about 12 because you know, divorced parents. So little mom, mom was like, hell no, you know, over my dad's I could do whatever, but I wasn't there to take care of it. So I couldn't exactly keep it over there. Um, But with my mom, it it took a long time till she was like, fine, you can keep them, but they gotta stay in the garage. Mm -hmm. And you know, Texas, it's really hot or it's ice on the ground. And so I had them all in the garage and I, I kept like a lot of stuff that's native to here I think I had a Burmese python and a king snake that, Things were that are like, native to here. I, I, well, I that was the only two I had that were non-native. Uh-huh. Everything else, I had, you know, rough green snakes, garter snakes. Yeah. I had a coach whip that was a complete dick. I don't uh like any of them. God, that coach whip was crazy. <laughs> but uh man, yeah, that's how I just got started. And then I think I kept all the way up until two thousand Eight, I think is when I got my first carpet python. I think it was 2008. Got my first carpet python. And I was like, oh, these are awesome. I love these. And it was a jungle. And then I was just like that black and yellow. And I was like, man, well, I, I could breed these like I could make these on my own instead of just buying random snakes because I always just had random snakes yeah. and just, you know, never thought about breeding, never cared about breeding. None of that. I just wanted pet snakes. And those carpet pythons did me in, and that's where it started. All the, okay, I got rid of all the random shit I had, and I just focused on carpets. And I, I bred carpets once. Like, to date, I've only bred once, which is crazy. But I bred some mutt carpets uh, three years ago. Mm. And with some help from Bill, if you all if you know Bill Stiegel, he uh, kind of walked me through everything, and then they dropped eggs, and I freaked out. Put him in a box and took him to Bill's house and put him in the incubator. And he just kept going checking on him. And he'd send me pictures and updates. And I remember that first picture he sent me. He texted me a picture, and there's there's that little nose sticking out. And I just I lost it, dude. I was just so happy, man. It's just such a great feeling. And I think that feeling for me to breed stuff is still there because I see some of these guys post, oh it's another clutch, oh it's another clutch, and that excitement doesn't seem to come through as much because do I mean I they've got hundreds. <laughs> You're just like, hey, I got this cool clutch. She doesn't really do anything when I take her eggs. No. <laughs> but I mean people are excited. I don't want to say people aren't excited, but that that excitement level is crazy for me because like I said, I've only bred once and it was like mutt carpets. And, you know, now I've just I've really went, you know, with my passion. I really want to work with green trees. And that's all I really have right now. And so I almost did that two years ago. And it, it didn't it didn't work out, so uh, I was a little disappointed. But I'm I'm still on it, and hopefully in a couple of years I'll be breeding some green trees.
1: What happens after? Um, I mean, that's like kind of you can spend your whole life trying to get good at breed green. Tree. That's like the one thing is like I,
0: I don't I don't think it it's now. I mean, it's so easy to yeah. talk to people like Ian and Bill helped me. Tremendously with with the green trees, you know, setting them up, doing stuff, the temps, everything, and then when they hooked up, it was like they walked me through everything, and it just was it was easy. I mean, for the most part, I I did my part. She just slugged out, you know, but I did everything I was supposed to do with the help of them. And I mean, it's so easy to ask for help and talk to these guys that do this all the time. And they're just you know once you know them they're they're a text message away, but you can find any of these guys on Facebook, on Instagram, on you know anywhere, and you just talk to them. You can come to Carpet Fest to yeah, meet no these guys. Uh,
1: no one's a rock star cele- celebrity, even though. It- to us, sometimes it seems that. Way. Oh,
0: it feels like that. Like you, yeah. you still, you'll meet some of these guys, and it's just like, oh, I remember Southern Carpet Fest, and I first met Eric, and it was just like, holy shit, Eric Burke, you know, NPR. Oh my gosh, and it was, it was that feeling, like, wow, man, this is cool. And then you see him the next year, and it's like, what's up, man? You know, you just talk to him <laughs> like nothing. And but Owen came that year, and I was like, oh shit, Owen McIntyre. Like I, I get excited, and it was just, it's so cool meeting these guys. And then people flying in, I got to meet Ian, and I was like. The dude that helped me so much is, is standing in my snake room. You know what I mean? I was like, yeah. this is cool as shit. And you just start meeting all these people that you really do. You view them as like rock stars and like, yeah. man, these are the, the motherfuckers of motherfuckers right here. And it's there's there's people like I wish I wish I would have met Rico. You know, that that sucks, but I, I got to talk to him once on Messenger and stuff and oh that dude'll talk. You know, and I was very lucky to talk to him through Messenger, but I never got to meet him and that would have been that would have been something really nice to and as a memory and everything to meet Rico. but there's still other guys that do the same thing that are you know great to meet and there's a couple guys out there i'd love to meet that still do condros and not even just condros just there's a lot of people that do snakes period that are just it'd be fun to meet them some of these guys are just crazy when you talk to them they're just they're out there. They're funny. They're characters. And then you meet them in person and they're really out there. You know? I remember I'd only talked to Howard a few times through Facebook. Then I met Howard and was like, I fucking love this dude. Like and he brought a fake bird and everybody loves Mingo. And it's like, dude. Yeah, Howard's great people.
1: Yeah, I don't think you really have to look any further for interesting people. But but it's, like, everyone is so – it doesn't matter who you are. Like, you reach an agreement because you both like snakes. Like, and it's bullshit because all the stuff online and, like, everyone's fighting each other, you know, which I don't see as much as I used to. I'm just not really involved, I guess. But
0: I, I, I don't see it as much, but I think I've kind of – I, I'm really focused on the green tree, so I'm really active in the green tree groups, and because I can be a, I can be a people. bit of an asshole I already. You know, people are like, "Man, you're a dick," and I'm like, "Sorry, like I care about the animals. I don't care about your yeah. feelings. You know, grow some nuts, shut up." But <laughs> I don't, I I do I care about the animals. You know, when you run into when they're running to Petco and is like, "I I rescued this snake. You didn't fucking rescue shit. I mean, the snake is probably it's gonna die anyway." Yeah. And then you're like. I rescued this snake because I felt bad for it. How do I take care of it? And I'm just like, motherfucker. Like, seriously, like, you know how you take care of it? You let it die. I'm sorry to say, but that's oh, no, I mean, that's here's, so here's harsh. no, it's not harsh because what you're doing is you're funding them. And so they're going to turn around and replace that animal because they sold it. Yeah. You're like, in my mind, I rescued it. They're like, we sold it. Let's replace it with another one. We already don't know how to take care of them for shit. And it's like quit going through pet co to get green trees and then you get the snake first and then come ask questions how to take care of it that really irks me because in the meantime this poor snake is probably sitting in a fish tank with fucking 90 degree heat on it cuz everybody seems to think 90 degrees is the magic number to heat up a snake and it's just like oh yeah, my god you got to
1: put the little easy bake man. red light above everything and Dude, set it to I'm 95 man that's all you got to do and it is
0: it's frustrating and you see a, you see that a lot and you know i don't you guys know kind of know me some people know me and i don't <laughs> yeah. i don't have a filter and i don't hold back you know because it's just
1: well that's weird because i was gonna say like you know all of that falls apart when you're in person but you went on like a two-minute petco oh damn you so don't now. even
0: that's just because i just recently seen this <laughs> petco post and it's just like jesus christ quit buying snacks for petco and it's just like there's so yeah, many breeders I, that are working I saw, hard.
1: I saw it. It was that one that was oh in like gosh. the little. uh What do you call that little cardboard that they? No, well, not exactly. Like I wasn't like really referring to
0: that one, but that. Oh my that. gosh, that post in itself. I think this <laughs> this snake is a cyclops, and it was like, no, dude, you got it at Peko, It's a biak. <laughs> like, yeah, you might want it to be a cyclops, but it's not. But I, it's just, dude. There's so I many people working hard.
2: Not cool at a Paco with
1: I mean, I'm sure it. I'm sure it's happened, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Who cares? I mean, no one gets to see what those animals change into, so I
0: guess what does it matter? Yeah. I think they're gonna die most of the time anyway. I mean, they. You get them to a noob who doesn't know what they're doing, and there's a fifty-fifty chance. You yeah. know, especially if you don't already have a setup and you don't know shit about them. You're just like, I want the cool tree python so I can watch it die in my tank. I don't know, man. These people. And, I mean, it is Facebook, so you type shit and you're not trying to be rude. And somebody's like, you're an asshole. And I'm like, dude, I just typed it. Um, If you met me in person, I'd tell you the same thing. You'd be like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. But when you type it, people are like, you're just being a dick. And I'm like, no, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just not sugarcoating it for your snowflake ass. Well, I've
1: I've had issues like it's hard because, like, I want to tell people what to do, but I don't feel qualified really to tell people what to do at the same time. And then it's like, I tell people, I give them my suggestion and then they don't do it anyway. So it's like, it's a little frustrating.
2: Um, I feel like I should stop what I'm about to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> That's bad. Uh, it's not that bad. It's just I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I just <laughs> roll with it. I bring up people's comments on our YouTubes way too much. And I, this isn't the uh, form for okay. that, but there's one you I wanted to bring. You this up twice, though, man. No, you don't know which one I'm bringing okay. up. Do you? No. It, okay. Um, and it's kind of also a question for Evan. Evan, what do you think about keeping humidity in tanks? Do you feel like it's something that's super easy? Do you feel like you have to put in?
1: Yeah, but the fact is, people who are listening to this right now already know how.
2: But that guy made it seem like. Are you talking about? We were wrong about that. So are I you talking about like opinion. like
0: tubs and like enclosures? Period or tanks specifically, tank like a glass
2: specifically,
0: tank. like a glass tank? Yeah. Well, I won't say that because I have an EXO. See, I'm not.
2: I don't want your opinion. I have I have, like I have an EXO,
0: which is glass, and I keep a green tree in there. I mm-hmm. have a, a silicone. It's got a glass top, a silicone, a radiant heat panel on there, and it keeps heat. As far as humidity goes, I think people overthink humidity with a lot of snakes. I think they they're like, oh, my humidity needs to be 85 percent, 90 percent. And I see people post this. I don't know what that shit means because I don't measure my humidity. I change my water on my snakes to fresh water every three to four days. They get clean water. The old water that's in there, mm-hmm. I dump it in the cage. Okay, that's it. And then in three or four days, I repeat. Okay. So I don't, don't measure it. Any sort of I don't. Misting. It dries out. I you rarely do miss. Sort of- I only missed if I see somebody's in shed, and I may hit him two or three times. That's it. Most okay. of the time, like as far as I think hydration is more important than humidity. So like when I thaw out my rodents, I put them in a bucket. I put the rodents directly in water. I don't do that room temperature thaw them out or put them in a bag and then put them in a bucket of water. I thaw them out in water. And then I feed them sopping fucking wet rodents you and they the cheese they, in they they good. And they yeah. they uh, they eat that. And then you're eating uh-huh. and getting hydration at the same time. I really feel like a lot of people overthink humidity, overthink I mean, when they're outside the wild, that shit is constantly changing. They don't stay at these temps that we keep them at. I mean, it fluctuates, it moves up and down. You know, it rains a lot, then it doesn't rain. You know, it just, I I think we overthink it. And I just, I go the simple way that I've seen a lot of these guys do. And I just clean my water, dump my water. I don't, I see people, I spray my snake two times a day and it's having stuck shed problems. That's probably a temp issue. And I had a green tree. Negan that was having a lot of shed issues the time I got him he shed probably four times and every shed were stuck sheds Mm -hmm. and somebody said set him up in a bio setup so I stuck him in that EXO. it's got you know a filter system with the live plants and all that stuff in there and I just did everything I normally do set my temps the same Mm -hmm. put his water bowl in the perch holder and then he had a big water bowl at the bottom same exact thing except it was a bio setup for some reason He shed there, and he started having full sheds, and I was like, what the hell? So Mm -hmm. I just left him in there. But all the other ones, same room, same basic setups, were all shedding fine, but he wasn't. And I don't know what it was about him, Mm -hmm. but I set him up the way I was told, and it worked. Cool. You know, so whatever. I just, I don't know.
2: Well, it's good to hear someone's opinion different than his. And
0: that's also with chondros. I think there's a lot of people that don't keep ball pythons as humid as they need to. I think they still have that stick it under a spotlight of 90-degree heat and keep it dry because in your mind, it's an African python. When mm-hmm. you say Africa, you think hot Hazard. and dry. Mm-hmm. And that's not – these snakes stay in burrows, which is cooler and humid. You know what I mean? So you, I think people don't think sometimes.
2: Can I, I get backstory? Well, the thing is there's – I don't even remember what video it is, but Joe feels like in – the tanks you're having to put in more effort to keep this the humidity at the same level a tub would be. I think and, that
0: depends on the lid.
2: And yes, he said that too. One guy commented was like, what are you talking about? If it's like- a screen
0: lid, you're gonna lose heat and humidity, period. If it's a glass, that moisture collects on the glass and it kind of stays in there. Yeah. So I, I think if it's it depends on your ventilation and it depends on that lid. If there's a screen lit or something, it's just going to – you're going to lose everything.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were specifically asking about a fish tank in for a ball python. I just don't want to talk about this because I feel like that's such a low-level thing that everyone knows at this point.
2: But, okay, but Evan disagrees with you that it's not that hard to do. That. You, you tell I, people it's like swimming <laughs> upstream, the so there is other opinions than yours. It's not everyone's agreeing with you. No, I'm
0: I feel kind of awkward in this myrtle spat right now.
1: Well, I mean,
2: <laughs> so well, you're saying everyone feels the same way and they don't, and I just wanted to hear someone else's opinion about it.
0: Okay,
1: well, they I don't know about the top thing, but I'm sure it would be better if it had a glass top.
0: And I, I've seen that with like, okay, take my frogs for example, the frogs have to be pretty, pretty humid and. You can't keep a screen top on there because it's just all the humidity is going to disappear. And they're in glass tanks. And so with the plants, all that has to have a certain amount of humidity, light, all this. So at first, my first thought is I had built this tank, had everything in there except for the frogs, but I had all my plants in there and I didn't have a top for it yet. So I just took saran wrap and went across the top, you know, and saran wrapped the top. And you see all the humidity collecting on top of that lid and it's dripping down and it's all on the sides of the glass. I don't know I think I th- I think people just again I think they overthink humidity I think it's more about hydration than humidity I mean humidity helps with shedding I feel like and maybe a few other factors like breeding but overall I think it's just about hydration mm-hmm. keep them keep them not thirsty yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to <laughs> say there but
1: not thirsty works the opposite of thirsty um, yeah, I don't know. I just, They were just asking a very general question, and, like, I just think it's silly. No, I disagree. He's, I think it,
2: okay, you're obviously getting peed about this,
0: but so we don't okay. talk about it anymore. Clearly. <laughs> you want some <laughs> cheese? Yeah. Yes, I'm eating cheese. I love cheese. I just don't like it, so I'm don't just so mad about it.
1: No, no, I'm not. I just don't want to talk about something fucking elementary okay. as fuck.
0: <laughs> That's it. Um...
2: We're talking about. It. We've gone back and forth four times. So it's
0: obviously not. Look, I agree completely tree. with mutant geckos. They said, "What's the topic? Humidity. Hook up a Mister on a timer and never think about it again. No screen top." Yeah. I mean, that's that's just. Well, I don't I don't do screen tops. period on anything just because you would it lose. It out. It's not even just the humidity. You'd lose your heat too. You know. So what's the point? So, and so you the, have to do you, both. You got if You're doing a screen top, and you then have animals have a animals go to the bathroom then you're dealing with gnats and bullshit getting in there and that kind of shit. no i pass you so know. you'll
2: do a glass top no glass mister. tops
0: well for my snakes i don't have anything set up that need that with a mister the only thing that mister's on is my frogs gotcha.
1: mm-hmm. okay. now as far as your frogs go what are you doing on the frog front
0: uh i've got a 75 gallon uh you can check it out on my instagram you know at carpet cartel uh carpet cartel on facebook they uh It's a 75-gallon vivarium that I built. Uh, I didn't build the tank. You know, it was just a 75-gallon fish tank. And I turned it into a natural frog jungle home. (laughs) I don't know (laughs) how else to explain it. (laughs) You know, it's got a little little waterfall feature in there, a bunch of plants, bromeliads and stuff. And I keep uh, three Azurus darts, which are the blue and black dart frogs, in there. I've got a 55-gallon grow-out tank that was my first – it was my first go at building my own tank, and it was, yeah, no. I learned so much of what not to do. and uh, But it, it was all right for my first go-round, but I've got, I think, three or four Azurus in there. I don't even know anymore. I think three. And then I have a little tiny grow-out 10-gallon, and I've got two Erotus in there, which are they are the green and black, the the tan, uh, tangerine, the uh, turquoise green and blacks. I got two of them in there, and I'm building a setup for them now. But it's, it's fun, man. Like, it's, that gets addicting. I mean, to build your own. When you go to the zoos and you see these elaborate setups, especially if you're ever in Fort Worth, holler at Ari. Ari Flagel, And he, I mean, he's a, uh, is he a curator? At, no idea. Yeah, he works at the, the Fort Worth Zoo. And he's the, like the head reptile guy or something up there. And, man, he builds some of those setups. And you go to the zoo, go to the mola, and you see some of these setups that are just so fascinating. And it looks like the actual jungle. And i would go look at these and I was like, man i want to do something like that one day and i take these tanks and i just build like a little small you know jungle i yeah. guess and it's my slice of what i think a jungle would look like and it's fun i can't wait to do something you
1: know massive are you breeding or are you trying to breed
0: them i'm just keeping them if they breed they're gonna breed if they don't they're fun to look at
2: i have an off-topic question i just want you to come to me when there's a space
1: okay. While you're
2: Well, I just want to, okay. Um, Totally different question, but I was looking on Mm -hmm. Reptile Report earlier, and they had a post by someone who was saying they had a moldy gecko egg that they decided to, like, keep, even though it was moldy and everything, ended up the gecko was fine like it can't it so i was wondering we talked a little bit about eggs last week but with eggs do you immediately chuck them if they look moldy or weird do you keep them yeah. the whole time like what what's your i mean obviously you separate them i
0: uh, chuck them then
2: if they look moldy you look like you're pissed on this question too
0: uh from what i've seen i I know a lot of people that just treat the fungus it's you can put like i think it's like athlete's foot powder or something with a q-tip and it just kills the fungus or the the mold then i've seen people just not do shit. you know like they just mold over and the snake hatches out i mean i've never seen anybody really throw eggs away just because they got mold i mean if it goes bad you're gonna know it's bad because you're gonna smell it that's when you get rid of it but a mold, you can you can pretty much nip that so in the, the bud. Mold doesn't
2: affect the snake.
0: As far as I know, it doesn't.
1: I mean, it can definitely affect the snake, but I've never had something bad enough to treat it for any reason. I mean, you could definitely. It's definitely not good to have on there, but
2: I've never done it. But I've heard the athlete foot thing too. Okay, second egg-related question. Why do some people separate their eggs and so, some people leave them together? Cause you know, I've seen some people, you know, like make rows and all nice and pretty and then other people leave them together.
0: I think that's just for you, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's if you separate them, it's easier to watch who comes out. And then if you just have a mass clutch, I guess it's easier for the top ones to get out of course, but then bottom ones, but in the wild, you know, they get out, so I don't know. Uh-huh.
2: Though couldn't you like fuck it up when you're trying I to separate were, them? Get it fat spin? ass off the
0: court. I think they. uh I think. I think they. She made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> I forgot what I was gonna say. I don't know. What'd you ask?
1: <laughs> I think. I think people just do that if it doesn't. At least I only separate them if they don't fit in the container. And then if people don't know, um well, whatever container you're putting them in, the snake eggs obviously the mom's gonna lay them and they're going to have like this liquid around them that's going to harden and glue them all together. And then sometimes when they're glued together in like a beehive type pattern, they don't fit in whatever container you're trying to get them into. And then you just take a few off so that it reaches, you know, it clears whatever the lid you have on it. And that's the only reason why I've done it. I've never done it for any other reason but that. But um, for anyone who's going to separate them, it definitely gets a lot harder when you um, wait longer. So if you do it immediately, it's semi-easy. If you wait a few days, it's really difficult. And I don't think it's –
0: Because they're all sticky. Well, I've heard people use – I've heard people use – oh, my gosh, dental floss. And there's some kind of way that you can almost saw saw it it a little bit to (laughs) that that little area. So – I don't know i'm with joe if if i get to it too late and it's stuck together they're going in a box stuck together but i think a lot of people will space them for themselves just so it's easier to to watch which eggs go bad because there's times that egg that's in that bottom or in the middle of the clutches you can't see can go bad and you can't see it and so you know it's it's a lot easier to control and be on top of things when they're all yeah
1: sometimes
2: I under it's preventative.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, you just wanna check that I mean if you're looking at your clutches, I guess if you have a lot of clutches you're not able to
2: look in that capacity, but I'll we look, look at ours them. like every day. Yeah, and check for dimples and shit. Um, Kevin said he thought it was about where the embryos lay in the egg.
1: Meaning to whether it's gonna mold or not or or whether they I know you together. don't want to
0: turn snake eggs upside down because you'll drown an embryo you know right. basically whichever direction they are that's how you move them I know a I've lot of, people heard
1: of of people even in the beginning where it can roll around and they've just put it up and it's been totally I fine. mean it,
0: it would it would make sense though that sometimes I guess a mom could crawl across an egg and knock it off the the yeah. rest of the clutch and it's gonna roll so I mean, I don't know whether or not that egg actually hatches. I don't, I couldn't tell you that, but
1: I mean, you can, if you're really worried about it, you can candle them before. I don't know.
0: I've only hatched snakes once, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm probably not the best person to talk to you about snake eggs.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just breed corn snakes, so nothing apparently, I just goes breed wrong.
0: rats and fruit flies, <laughs> mostly fruit flies. Shit, mostly rats, right about now. So, so how on. is that?
1: How, why'd you decide Man, to start that?
0: Okay yeah for real just just a, a little hobby cuz I, I realize most where most of these people order from they're always out of shit that we need small rats and yeah small medium rats uh, especially sometimes large yeah. and i was i all my snakes pretty much eat i have two snakes maybe three that would be on rats everything else is is all my conjures are on mice and i've tried to breed rats before but i had a bunch of carpets and Other stuff that ate rats and so as they're breeding i'm pulling stuff and feeding off stuff that didn't work out so well this time my wife was like well look as long as you have nothing that really eats rats you should breed rats this time and try it so we did we went out and got a couple racks and bought like 40 something rats and within a matter of a month and a half that has now doubled (laughs) and i mean it's yeah we're like fast i think it's like every six weeks and so we're just letting them do their thing, and everybody's already, hey, can I get some RAM? I'm like, I'm not touching them. For like six months, I'm going to let them do their thing. We're already talking about getting more racks and just let them do their thing. And then at six months, I can start pulling stuff, freezing stuff, selling stuff, whatever.
1: How do you make sure that you're getting the right bloodlines and you're not interbreeding and stuff? Like like where do you get your founder males and females Well, from? The, they all
0: came from one person, but... <laughs> I I don't, I I don't know if it, I don't, I mean, I don't, to me, does it fucking matter? Like their food, you know, I I get it. If you're breeding for certain looks and things like that, I'm breeding for food. He could come out with two tails and one, one leg. I don't, I'll feed it off to something. You know, like I, I honestly don't give a shit. And I mean, I don't want it to come out all fucked up because people are like, oh, he breeds some fucked up rats. But... (laughs) But I mean as far as you know I, I don't know I mean does it change the protein levels because it's sister cousin's mother uncle with something I don't I don't fucking know like you know it still feeds an animal so I don't I don't give a shit really I mean
2: okay Questions that might be stupid. Is it obvious when a female That should be
0: a segment you guys have? Questions <laughs> that might be stupid.
2: I mean that happens every time with me. So I mean like it I ask a stupid question at least once a podcast.
0: No question is stupid. The only stupid question is the one not asked. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm full of shit. There's some dumb <laughs> there's some dumb questions out there.
2: Um is it obvious when a female rat is pregnant? Or is
0: it super obvious? It's pretty obvious. Okay. I mean they go from I won't call them slender because they're all, if they're, they're fed well, kinda, if they're, they're yeah, but you'll, already, you'll so. see it. I mean, we'll, them it. fucking sides sit out and you, you like, oh, she's pregnant. Like you see it, especially if you pick them up, you pick them up and that stomach on both sides just still sits out. out. And okay. I was like, ah, she's, she's going to pop. You, oh, you okay. can tell.
2: I always wondered if it's possible to like accidentally kill one that's pregnant. And then what happens when the snake eats it and, I don't know, weird thoughts in my mean, head. Like, but, but if it's obvious that she's pregnant, you wouldn't accidentally.
0: Well, no, I've kill seen, it. I've known people that have done that. Gave like a, a full term pregnant, and so when it hit it and wrapped it, babies shot out. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I video that but shit. But like, you're but, not you gonna know. buy like no but no, no, no breeder dude. That's no, some crazy. Yeah. Shit right no there. companies
2: would sell. No, ones most like people are not right? sell.
0: You know, gra- They won't sell females about to pop as a feeder like that's what kind of yeah. that's feed? what I was thinking yeah. but
2: I didn't know if it's like something that's not obvious so it's hard to tell but okay if it's obvious its just like a like heartless do.
0: snake keeper Ew, they, I'm pretty fucking heartless I and I can be pretty them? savage but I don't think I'd feed They're a female low. pregnant to a snake that's kind of messed <laughs> I, I, up I don't even know
1: how you breed rats to be honest I don't
0: you stick them in a box yeah. you give them water and food
1: so do you have like yeah, a certain I mean, amount of males to females
0: I have I have eight males and tw- i think 24 females. And so I run one male with one male and three females in each tub. I mean, it's a bit all over the place right now because everybody was dropping babies. And so I've got so many babies at the house. I don't I don't even know what I have. Like they're just babies fucking everywhere. Do
1: they do fine with just nursing up their young or do you have to do anything?
0: Oh, I don't do nothing. I just feed them on top and that's it. I yeah. keep the food up there. Mama keeps fed and as long as she's fed, She's producing milk, and that's that. Do they
1: ever, like, eat their babies and stuff like that ever
0: before? Yes, that has happened. If your temps get too cold, they're going to die because, it's you know, they're all skin. If they get too hot, I've seen rats that eat the babies, you know, and, you know, sometimes if it gets too cold. But sometimes rats just eat the babies. Some moms are not good moms. And I'll be honest, if I get a mom that eats her babies, I usually pull her and I feed her off. Like, if she eats her babies and they come out and she just starts eating them, I, I get rid of her. And I, I I love to watch which ones do what. And some of those moms are so attentive. I mean, they're so attentive. They just run up and they grab them. They steal babies from each other. And they just pile them up and start nursing them. And I'm like, you're staying. You know, but if I catch one and she's eating them, you're out of there. Like, will they eat
2: the males? Or did you ask that
0: already? Will they, like well, they like eat you the put males?
2: females and males in together to breed, will, is there a chance of them eating each other?
0: No. I've had a few people tell me pull the males because the males will try to eat the babies. But I've left males in and they don't seem to do nothing. I think if you're not feeding them, they're gonna they're all gonna eat the babies, you know, as long as they're fed, I don't have issues with them eating the babies. Gotcha.
2: Well I wanna say it to anyone who's listening to this on the download later. Austin of Rage Beard Reptiles said he has fed his he has fed like
1: the biggest backhanded shout out.
2: How is that backhanded? I'm about to read what he's said. Um, Austin said he's fed pregnant AS a I can't say that ASF soft before. So it's not unknown or unheard of. Now I wonder I if mean I guess
0: if you have enough to do that too, I guess it doesn't matter.
2: It just seems weird. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Austin, like you fucking baby killer. He no. said more
2: protein <laughs> equals more growth.
1: <laughs> I wonder if she aborted her babies as well or what happened but um
2: also do they have hair do the babies have hair yet you know they like always talk about hair no babies. no
0: no they're they're baby when they're born they're pink oh, right. they're hairless right. that's why they, that's why they call them pinkies <laughs> sorry I science again oh, no. we have hair in our more with stupid questions coming so later <laughs> <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs>
1: Oh, God, stop. <laughs> when do they
0: have are they babies when as embryos? They are, they, are they
2: real babies
1: yet? I just, I just feel like you put in a lot of time mm. into a pregnant mother to where you wouldn't. Use yeah, and I,
0: I, like I see Austin said, as so do aggressive males. I like that, too, because I've seen some males that will just beat the shit out of a female. I mean, and it doesn't yeah, so, make. So, so I feed off said, both
1: bad moms get fed off yep and, and yeah, aggressive, aggressive
0: males. males yep i agree with that 100 because the calmer they are the, the they just make better parents and they're easy to work with i don't want to reach in there and have something trying to attack me and i've heard a lot about african soft furs i heard they like to fucking bite yeah. and i i don't like being bit by anything so i think that's probably why i've been kind of eh, but i actually have i have some mice that i've been trying to breed I got them the same time I got the rats, and the mice aren't doing shit. I've heard so right now they're harder. just, they're, they're right now they're just looking like I need to feed them to something because my chondros are hungry.
2: Yeah. Another dumb question: What's the difference between a mice and a rat?
0: One's mice. a mouse, one's a rat. A
2: mouse and a rat. What's
1: What's the difference between a garter snake and a? What's
0: What's the difference between a chihuahua and a pit bull?
2: one is pudgy like there's differences so uh-huh, the difference? there's a difference in mice and rats they all look the same one's baby. big one's little so mice aren't just baby
0: rat. i mean there's different no <laughs> mice are mice. Yeah, mice, mice now there's different there's different sorry. types of mice and there's different types of rats but oh, so even the yeah like an offer Af- an african sulfur is about the size of a mouse but it's a rat i think right i mean they're called african sulfur <laughs> yeah, rats but there it's a rat. It's in the rat family.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure how that works to be honest. I'd be stupid. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Go. It's all feeders. The, yeah. the way I look at it,
0: it's all been it's all bred to be fed to something. Is
2: there a yeah. pinky mice mouse and a pinky rat? Yeah. yeah, of course. So pinky is just size distinction. That's not like African software. Well pinkies like pinkies
0: breed. pinkies are what they are when they come out because they're they're called pinkies because they're pink there's no hair right so that's just, on no that's matter just what a rodent of, is that's just a no, name matter, for a yeah, baby no matter yeah no matter what rodent is it's, it's, it's they have pinks and then they go fuzzies you know when they they just start to get that hair and it's like peach fuzz and then you've got and that's for all rodents yeah okay. and you go rabbits rabbits do the same thing are all of them pinkies they're babies because yeah, they're pink they're hairless. Of,
2: okay okay no, I'm glad
1: we really cleared this up on the whole mouse rat situation. I still,
2: but we did it. I still don't know what's really the that is like correct are different. Rats, I don't know what rats
0: have do. more hair and it's a lot more uh coarse. That's what i <laughs> 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 Okay. I guess i never them, so Oh the uh, they're they're the babies are really soft. Like even when they get their hair in, like you guys should come over because I have some pups. And you touch them and they're just, it feels like a rat. Uh, You'd be surprised. I've had, my wife was like, I'm not fucking with no rat. She loves, she'll get out there and hold them and play with them. And their rats get such a bad rap. I know I use them as feeders, but there's always that one rat that's like, that's my buddy right there. They're highly intelligent. They're very clean. Don't let that. New York City, down in the the fucking gutters. Don't let that shit fool you. Rats are clean. They hate being dirty. Yeah, it always is. and they're, right. they're that's what you think this dirty crazy. sewer animal Dude, and they
2: eat like trash and shit. yeah
0: no you come over and it check ew. out my rats. i've got they're they're clean they're i've got dumbo rats some of them are dumbos so their ears they're not set on top they're more to the side and they're a little bit bigger and so they that's why they're called dumbos they got these big round ears that are on the side of their head and they're just so hold me play with me and i've seen videos look at youtube videos and there's a girl that has them. And, The fucking rat plays hide and seek with her, like runs around and plays. Oh, they're, they're very, they're very social animals and they're very, they can be friendly. They can be assholes too, but ah, check them out. They're smart. You can train them.
2: A rat cannot fucking play hide and go seek.
0: Check it out. Check it out. If
2: a dog can't, then a rat can't.
0: Rats are smarter than dogs.
2: No fucking way.
0: Yes. Think about it.
1: <laughs>
2: think, about
0: think about it.
1: Think about it.
0: Rats are smarter than dogs. Yeah. I thought
1: I thought you were gonna say something to prove your point, but you just it's said so think about it.
0: I mean, I can only lead you to water. <laughs> shit, I'm not gonna do all the work for you. Google that shit. It's my well, answer to everything today. Google that dogs. shit. No, rats are smarter than dogs. I'm think telling. about it. Just think, think, about, think it. about it. Think
1: about it. Exactly.
0: <laughs> all right, I'll tell you what. Take some food. And and like uh, make it a little house maze, make a make a little house. shit, make a I little know. maze and see how fast it takes her. Do it with a rat, and see what happens. Dixie will eat
1: that fucking she'll rat. So she probably would, but you don't she'll
0: put them together. The to the just to <laughs> She's just gonna like bulldoze everything and knock it down. Yeah. That's not pretty she'll smart. Know, it's Rats efficient. are problem solving. It's
2: efficient. Rats will go all trying to get to. She'll just be like, fuck that.
0: Just cause you go the fastest way doesn't make you the smartest. It's the
2: fishing, which is
0: smart. It the depends fishes. on the situation. Oh man. Depends on the situation. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, what are we talking about? <laughs> she just snorted. <laughs> Fuck. I'm talking about what rats. Are
1: we doing? <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've we established that rats are the smartest behind yeah. humans in the animal kingdom, if you think about it. Um <laughs>
0: you you got to move your ass off this cord, man. So, That's what
1: do you what do you plan easy. to do once you get to a point where you
0: have package them like, enough, freeze them, sell them? Well, yeah, I just want to. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> package them, freeze them, sell them. But uh,
1: I mean, how big are you trying to get?
0: I mean, I'm not trying to take over Roden Pro or nothing, you know. But I like <laughs> I would like to be able to supply friends and stuff that are like, hey, man, I can't get this, I can't get that. And then have my prices probably be a little better than, you know, some of these big names out there to where people come to me. I'm not trying to steal anybody's thunder and take over their, you know, that's not. I really want to do it to where I make enough money that I can fund my green trees, you know, buy food for them. If my mice aren't breeding, uh, buy caging for them, that kind of stuff. You know, it's just another thing to take care of, you know, plus my food bill be pretty cheap. Yeah, I mean, it would
1: be know what what sucks is that you're breeding rats and then you don't feed rats to green trees right
0: yeah but you know whatever as long as i can help out a buddy because i've got buddies that have retics and and berms and all these other you know cool and anything that eats rats i mean so yeah. if i can help them out and they're not having to spend that 30 40 dollars on shipping or they're not having to drive out to wherever and pick it up and I'm right here, and I hang out with all these people. Hell yeah,
1: here. Well, I don't know anyone who's like, oh, darn, I can't sell any of these rats. I really
0: don't either. You know, yeah. you don't hear that. Oh, man, I've got more rats than I can sell. I don't – I've never heard anybody with that problem.
1: I can show you 10,000 pastel ball pythons, but I can't show you anyone who's <laughs> got fucking excess rats hanging around. True story. Yeah. I mean, they, that, they so sell. maybe that's an efficient way to fund your collection for anyone.
0: Maybe maybe <laughs> well, about Think about you it
2: you wanted to start a rat call, you know doing rats and stuff to fund our stuff. But I'll right? tell you
0: right now you, I, I've kept rats in the house in the rack it smells, it smells No it, as long as you stay on top of rats they're not that bad. Mice fuck that Don't keep mice in the house. Oh my god African softers <laughs> don't smell at all but fucking mice holy shit dude. Like, it's a matter of minutes, it feels like. Like, I will change them, and, like, 30 minutes later, it's like, did I change y'all? Like, y'all fucking stink. Oh, God. Fucking rats, I'll change them once a week, and you go in there a week later, and they really don't smell, but I just, I change them anyway. But, oh them rats, you, you hardly smell anything, but them mice are just disgusting.
2: So, you keep them in the garage?
0: Yeah, for right now, they're in the garage. I've heard a
1: few different things, like, what kind of substrate?
0: I just use, uh... Aspen sheddings pine shavings, shavings sheddings yeah. uh pine and aspen and I've heard people use these like some kind of little pellet or something and it mm-hmm. doesn't smell I don't know
1: yeah I've seen those compressed pellets it almost looks like I don't know if you like ever newspaper seen one of those. or something right like, Isn't like uh, some kind of paper material yeah, but it kind of looks like a pellet like you would put in a wood burning stove like a pellet stove and um I guess once they start going to the bathroom and stuff it like expands and absorbs everything. So I guess you kind of know when to clean yeah, it. I just, I
0: just, I just clean it. You know, yeah. I don't wait for it to smell. I mean, I can't do shit about the mice; they're gonna fucking stink regardless. But yeah. the rats, I just get in there and clean them once a week, and you know, I give them fresh water probably every. Well, I take that back because two of my racks have the gravity buckets, so I just fill it, and then the other one I've got the uh, the nozzles, the the uh, water bottles. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm probably filling those up twice a week. Yeah. And I mean, it's not that bad. I go out there, check everything, uh, fill up water bottles and, and clean them when they need to be clean. And that's it.
1: Now, I've heard of like them biting through all the lines. And like you said um, <laughs> earlier, about them biting I just went up. out there
0: today and they I had on one rack that I just got the, the wood where it uh where the the tub actually slides into the wood was a little off so it made the tub kind of sit at an angle so there was like a gap of about half an inch and they chewed a hole in the in the on the tub and one of my females got out she's somewhere in my garage oh, so, so you never ended up finding your- oh no i don't i i put a camera out there but i think re- reality i'm gonna just set a rat trap like yeah i don't she wasn't she had babies so i know she's not pregnant But it's a fucking rat. And there's other rats, you know, rats that live outside. So I'm like, I don't need to deal with no pregnant rats in my house.
2: If she was smart, wouldn't she come back home to her home spot and her... Her uh, rack or whatever we keep them. So
0: you saying I should put a, a reward sign outside? Lost pet? I oh, don't
2: know. Dogs sometimes come back home. This ain't
0: homeward bound, The Incredible Journey. <laughs> this ain't fucking Milo and Otis. <laughs> this motherfucker's gone. It's in the garage. I might get lucky and find her if I move some, but I bet she's gone. So. <laughs> I bet it, it... She's smarter. She got the fuck out of there. <laughs> I'm free, bitches. <laughs> you know that sounds pretty smart to me. <laughs>
1: Uh, I've had, I know I've had, uh, I was feeding a snake and then the rat came up and bit me on the finger and I let it go and it fucking ran into the, this weird little storage area that I had in an old apartment. And dude, I was trying to catch that fucking thing for so long.
0: I tell you, nothing works better than an old rat trap and some peanut I butter. It
1: is just put a little piece of cheese, like the fucking cartoons.
2: Cheese. <laughs> and
0: you found
1: it? Little piece of cheese, just like this one that I'm eating currently. Yep. Put that shit in a fucking trap, and boom! Within like ten minutes, because that little dumb domestic, he doesn't know how to survive out there. He's like, ah, oh, free dinner, man. In a second. <laughs> think about it. Just think about just it.
0: Think about it. <laughs> a rat trap and some peanut butter works every time. Cheese. They they're smart. They can pull that cheese off there and snap that. They. I mean, there's people know that they'll they'll pop a trap i mean they they do they can no, they, they know how to do it domestic mouse but i'll put peanut butter rat. on there some shit they can't you know just it's grab right it yeah it. that peanut butter is <laughs> gonna stick and so they're like when oh, they try to get it out of there think about it you hear that pop and you run out there and be like yes <laughs> gotcha bitch
1: i was like you're in a debate whether they're like do you still feed it off or like is this a little i i, I street wouldn't rat.
0: i wouldn't if if it gets loose You don't know where it went. You don't know know what what it got into. Maybe the people before us that lived there might have put, you know, rat poison in the shit in the attic or something. It could have went up there, came back down. No, it's if it's out, it's dead when I find it. And then I'm gonna get rid of it. It doesn't get Mm. fed to nothing. Agreed. I mean, there's some crazy people out there that will feed shit to their animals. I've seen posts where people somebody fed a Burmese python, they had like a dead squirrel or some shit. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like a good idea, man. No. Not even a little (laughs) bit.
1: Yeah, I've too often you see, especially with uh, you know around here we have a lot of annuls and stuff, and
0: that's it could be easy. That's kind of that. that's that's a little different. I mean, well, if your snake isn't eating, because yeah. your your lizards aren't going to go get into to rat poison. You know what I mean? Like that people don't specifically poison lizards. That's 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 kind of you got to you might have to deal with parasites, but you can you can freeze them and that usually kills shit. You know what I mean? So that's that's a whole different situation with a rat it can get into some shit you don't know if it's eating paint you know chewing on decon you don't you don't know what that rat's getting into and then it's coming through and you feed it to one of your animals and your animal starts freaking out and dies no i'm good
1: just don't even take no once it's
0: out it's it's dead
1: yeah and rat so you are using pine substrate how often do you need to? you said like once a week
0: uh yeah because i don't have so many that They don't really soil it that bad, so I I do once a week. Mm -hmm. If it gets bad, then I get in there, and I just change it. You know, sometimes it'll be twice a week, but no more than that. Yeah.
1: How many? They hit me, me like, right in the eye. I
0: was like, damn, okay.
1: Can you open up that one? Um, But are you keeping them in, like, wooden racks that you built or someone else built? Uh,
0: One that I built and two that I bought. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: And then we were talking about obviously that how do you get tubs that they don't bite through or is that a
0: well I I've, I was looking and I seen what some people are doing is the same it's called hardware cloth which is that metal mesh that's on top I've seen them where they cut it and they kind of round the top of it around that top and then it goes down into the tub on the inside. And that way they can climb on it, but they can't chew through that mesh. And I was like, I should have done it. Oh, so that. it just
1: basically separates It's almost rat. like a
0: little ramp that just goes through the front of it. Yeah. It hooks onto the top lid and just goes like that. And it just, that way they just can't chew that front part. That makes so much I sense. I should have done it.
1: Do they chew through that metal?
0: Oh, fucker, have to have it some seems like. seems like
1: they could. Kind of thing. I mean, I've, rats I've never a seen
0: a rat chew through the metal. Yeah. Not saying they can't. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. Yeah. They got some big ass teeth.
1: Well, I know people get like those brass rings and stuff that uh, for the feeding cables and stuff like that, so they can't. I guess I mean, if you they, have a they chew through a lot of shit.
0: through it. Fucking rats are crazy.
1: Yeah. So when do you think you'll start selling rats?
0: I'm guessing. I said six months, but it's probably not even gonna take six months. I mean, they're they doubled. I had them, um, which to me obviously means they probably came in. A couple females came in pregnant. But I had them for like a month, and they were already dropping babies. And I was wow. like, okay, so either they already came in pregnant, or they just got to it. You know, I'd say maybe a month and a half. I was ha- I had babies on the ground, uh-huh. and so I'm just letting them do their thing. Do you
1: have like a bunch of racks ready to build up? Or? Uh,
0: no, I'm I've I've got a guy that I got the two racks from, and he does good work and pretty cheap. So I think I'll just stick with him, and when I need some racks, I'll hit him up yeah I mean he he's actually been selling the racks cheaper than it would cost me to build one, so I was like, Well, shit, he's selling for like seventy five bucks and it cost me like a hundred bucks hundred and ten bucks to make three hours of your time. And, yeah so like and that. he's and then it comes with like the gravity water thing and all the nozzles and shit fuck that, fuck yeah, I'll stick to this dude doing it, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll fund him, and he helps me and it see how that works, yeah, no, that's cool. I mean. Will
1: you have – what do you do now for the shit that you have as
0: far as mice? Uh, I that? I order. I I have to order, you know, feeders. But mice, you know, I got mice. They're just not doing shit. And the longer they don't do shit, the more they start looking like, I'm going to fucking feed you to something. <laughs> like, do you, better do you know, babies. like,
1: what are the requirements? And why are they hard to breathe I, in mass? I
0: don't know. I think it's just temps. Mm-hmm. I, I think I was hearing – I think the temps are like 74, 75 ish that they need to stay at. And it's my garage stays like right at that. I mean, the rats are breeding like crazy and they're, they're basically the same temps. The rats are breeding and the mice are just like, we're not doing this shit. We think we know that you're using us for food. Fuck you. And so I'm just like, dude, y'all better get on it or y'all will be snake food. Yeah. But I, I do need to hook up with Austin. I need to, I need to get with, uh, some, uh, African softwares, what were you talking about? I I, I got you, Jason. Uh, <coughs> Jason I'll, I'll said message that you after he this. He needs
2: uh, the hookup with his rack builder. I guess Okay. Um, I had a totally different subject, so yeah. I don't have to bring it up right now. But there was an article posted in the New York Times recently that was called The Python in the Pet Store. It may have been snatched in the wild. Um, and people are kind of angry because they feel like it's Perpetuating this theory that most snakes right now in captivity are fr- are illegal or are like fr- are smuggled or are wild caught, and that's totally false, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, not at the pet store, maybe.
2: You think pet store ones are wild caught? It depends, it depends where you are.
0: Yeah, it. it I agree. I think their ball pythons at pet stores—they're now being supplied. Maybe back in the day, now they're supplied oh. by big name ball python that's what I because they're mass produced right. so, so they have so all, all this excess stuff yeah and that's, that's where their ball from th- from that's th- where cut. their ball pythons would come from then you start getting looking at petco now who's carrying things like green trees those are coming from you know they're saying the farm they're farm bred, which means they're imports but they're actually getting them through secondhand the middleman which is triple l uh i've heard somebody said uh
1: one? something
0: yeah some cow uh, snakes at sunset or something like that sunset snakes whatever it's called i don't don't quote me on that because i'm not sure i think there's two different companies but they're they're getting these these animals that are coming from the farm whether or not they're actually farm bred or they're actually going out there and picking them mm-hmm. is you know because they're not supposed to be doing that but come on we know what's up those yeah. dudes are we we know we you have an adult import and you're like it was farm bread <laughs> Well, at yeah. least
1: they may have gotten eggs in the wild and then hatched them out.
0: Yes. That, what they call that? They call that captive hatched. Yeah. Farm hatched. Whatever.
2: Um, so in part of the article, it said that the um, conservationists, whoever these car- conservationists they contacted <laughs> are, say it is highly unlikely that the number of reptiles actually exported could be produced from legal facilities breeding them in captivity.
0: And I, I I agree with that. Like I think there's a lot of wild caught, poached, basically animals that come in. But do now,
2: you think we could meet the demand by having them all. Well,
1: we're not. That's that's why it's happening. There
0: there needs to be no more ball pythons brought in. The only reason why ball pythons are still coming in out of the wild is because people are trying to hit the next big morph. That's it. Not Mm. because there's a demand for ball pythons. There's a demand for a morph. And so you might get lucky, and this one might have a gene. So they're still bringing in ball pythons. That's fucking retarded. I mean, to me, that's retarded. Like, dude, you can put so many of these morphs together, and there's so many fucking morphs now. You can put them together and make all this shit, leave that shit in the wild alone. Like, how much more are you going to pull from the wild? I do feel like sometimes wild is good because it's new blood, but it shouldn't be brought in that it's just you're depleting the animals that are in the wild. Well, there's
1: already so much blood here in ball yeah, python like, that would be good. Yeah,
0: it's like, why? You know, and chondros, you, you can't get them out of Australia, but you can get them, you know, where they come from. They're exported from a... Uh, new guinea and shit like that but i i don't think they're just tons and tons now you know i don't i've never been out there i've heard people go out to Biak and fucking pick it clean i hope that's not the truth you know what i'm saying like if it is don't buy any more wild caught nothing imports and i i have nothing against imports all my animals are imports i love imports i see people say this shit why would you want to import when you get a captive bread i love captive bread too I just like the look of certain ones and I'm not going for the cheap animal, but I'm going for what I can afford at the moment and that I like. And that's what that is. There's not too many locality people out there that are breeding specific localities either. You know, yeah, you'll get your Beox and your aru's, but outside of that, you don't have too many locality producers, which is something I want to do. I want to work with localities and uh, I you, you'll have to get some wild animals. I don't think there's anything wrong with owning a wild animal as long as you take it to the vet and do what it needs to be done. But there is something wrong with taking every wild animal. You know what I mean? It's okay to have a few, but goddamn, when do you, when is enough enough? You know, once we don't need anymore, more, why are you still doing it? I right. get if you import, you know, an animal or, you know, let's say a dozen animals because of new blood, that makes sense. When you're importing them by the cratefuls just to, sell them to Petco and sell them at two, 300 bucks a piece. That's fucking, that's just, you're just raping the natural world. Like it's stupid.
1: But that's why we need more people breeding these types of things. We need more people breeding white lip pythons. We need more people breeding um, things like <laughs> Sumatran short tails and stuff. That's every single year is exploited like crazy as far as wild caught coming in as imports and people love those snakes, but they never see them through. So I think like we just need to all do our part and maybe keep something a little off. I mean off to me it's like, it,
0: it's like it's like retix too. Look at retics. They shut that shit down. There's no more importation of retics. Like
1: And luckily we're at a point where yeah. that's cool. And for
0: what? Why would you you don't need to. Everybody has them. Everybody's able to breed them now, so you know people are, some guys are mass producing them and just you know that's to me when you mass produce like that you're just producing, produce producing. it's about the dollar. You know you're just producing just to produce. Have a plan. And I seen, you know, Ryan at Ivory Connection, he produced what he wanted to produce. And then he was like, I'm not producing any more this year because for what? He had animals he could have went ahead and bred, but for what? I mean, a dollar? You know, he's not not chasing that dollar. He's just, I'm going to pair this up. And he had a plan. He paired up what he wanted to pair. And then he stopped it. And that, to me, is great. You're not mass producing shit. Plus, it's healthier for your animals when they're not all breeding every year just to be fucking baby makers.
1: Yeah, there's, I mean, we know what goes on as far as, you know, people really push their females to produce year after year. And then all they do is replace them in five years or something. So it's easy to say, you know, just recycle through everything. But I think if you're really going to actually see your animals through and your females through, like you can't run them that fast and year after year.
0: And I also feel like it's, it's, you're going to get what you pay for. You know, I, I, I don't, i don't think i've ever paid under 300 dollars for any of my condros you know what i mean like but at the same time you get these people that are like i'm looking i've seen posts where they're like i'm looking for a condro the cheapest i can get it and everybody in the condo group's like are you fucking serious like why would you <laughs> come in here with that because there's so many of these guys that are out there hard working and yes they're asking a thousand dollars for a green tree and you're like there's no way i'd pay that and it's like are you serious like it's so worth it one the customer service is probably gonna be top-notch you know if they're if if they're asking that much and you spend that much their customer service is gonna be pretty top-notch and that's part of the process you're also paying for that not just a thousand dollar snake if i buy a thousand dollar snake i hope you want to talk to me you know what i'm saying i hope you call me and contact me send me pictures when it changes colors send me you know ask me questions about setup stuff like that i i can't wait honestly to spend $1,500 on my first chondro because that to me is like, I've really invested time and energy to get to that point. And then I'm getting a special fucking animal. You know, it's not a run of the mill snake that I'm spending $1,500. for. Right. It's something that was special enough that it required me to spend $1,500 on an animal. You know, and I, I hear I have people that don't know snakes have asked me about, you know, how much do they cost? How much do they run? I'm like, it depends. You can get a snake for 50 bucks or you can get a snake for $50,000 Snake for 20 bucks. And then mm-hmm. it's like, they're like, if people so spend $50,000 on money. a snake. I'm like certain snakes. Yeah. And I say, there's, there's conjures I look at that I want and you see a price. Hey, it's five grand, like nothing. Right. Five grand, 5k. My wife is like 5k. She's like, that shit better cook and clean. Mm-hmm. You know what <laughs> I mean? But it's, it's just like, that's, that's nothing anymore. Like 5k is, you're getting a quality animal and it's, with great customer service, usually. Do
2: you want to say okay? Um, would you pay less if you knew it was imported? Yeah,
0: depends. It, I, I think uh, it depends because I, if it's if it's a canary yellow, yeah, yeah. Let's say let's say like a you got a guy that's producing captive bred aruus, and then you've got a guy that's got farm raised imported aruus. Usually the captive bred are going to be a little more. You know, you're looking at seven, eight hundred dollars on those. The farm bred, you're looking at four, five hundred bucks. Then when they're adults, as long as they've, you know, one if it's a, let's say it's an adult female that you're looking for, you know, and then she's 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 been established long term captive for a long time. She's had vet checkups, all that money. You, somebody took care of that animal. Why wouldn't you pay for it? You know what I mean?
2: But someone took care of it in wherever it came from
0: now exactly. depends because most of, if it's imported it's right out. some of them snakes come in looking rough yeah. and they're you know, small and they're, and they're cheap and then people buy that and then it's up to us to turn them into you know What's quality better. animals yeah it was interesting
2: because i know i keep bringing up this article but i just found it really interesting they brought up someone named adri tasma who's a owner of a reptile farm near jakarta and he he said they said he specializes in captive bred green trees even though he runs a farm he calls them captive bred green trees and they said in, in 2016 he was allowed to export up to 2000 of them okay but in my head if it's captive what why would that be cheaper right why would that be cheaper than the one that's here to me it should be more expensive cuz it takes more effort to get it here no
0: it could be it could be captive because I've had that question before, and I'm like, well, if it's farm bread or farm raised, that's still an import. And then people are like, no, it's captive bread. I'm like, but it's still an import because it's be, imported well, here. I still
2: don't get why it would be cheaper if it's if the same if they're both captive bread, why is it cheaper than?
1: Well, the, don't trust a importer. And, in and, and that's that's
0: that's the thing too. So You're putting a hundred percent trust we're into. We're we're not trusting. Yeah,
1: they are. That's what the law is. You're not exporting. Um, wild caught animals. For the mo- I guess they get a certain quota,
0: yeah. and so yeah. it turns into there's a you get a lot of animals that are wild caught. You know so they're wild caught. You the- can see it, but they come in as as farm hatched or. Or captive bred, because no not one's enforcing
1: wild. that law. There, they're cared about. They're caring about other shit. They're not enforcing how many wild caught green. They're not seeing. Oh, you went out here, or oh, those bread and now we have eggs and all but that. Is it not checking.
2: To ever it? They're not super enforcing it here in America because in America, don't you have to prove it's wild caught, and not so hard to prove it?
0: What do you mean? Actually, you more so have to prove that it's not or wild caught. Yeah. yeah, you got to prove, and you can do that with like. Pictures, permits. I mean, you, you, a lot of these guys, let's, let's look at the guys that produce, uh, indigos. Like in certain areas, you can't, you, you have to have a certain type of permit and then you can't ever breed it. You can't ever, there's a lot of stuff you can't do, but they're able to prove this is the clutch, these are the pitchers, these are the, they can prove everything. So
2: unless, You know, in Indonesia, they actually started cracking down on people. Imports will never be the same cost as American.
0: The problem is they're snakes. They don't give a flying fuck about snakes. Nobody does, except for us. Nobody cares. That's why you see all these posts. They're, They're just, they're massacred. You know, look at the fucking Texas Rattlesnake Roundup. Don't even get me started on that shit. But people chop these fucking heads off. Little kids put their hands in blood and then put their handprints on the wall. And these motherfuckers are smiling, taking pictures. The news channels are out there and they're glorifying this shit. And we're like, what the fuck? Well, let's have a kitty cat roundup where we go out and we round up a bunch of cats, chop their fucking heads off. Oh, my God. Think about how that would, you know what I'm saying? How would that look? Social media would eat us up. But you talk on here how you killed this snake because you found it on your property. No one says shit. Talk about, oh, there was a cat in my backyard, so I smoked it. Oh, these motherfuckers are all over you like PETA, and it's right. like, dude, what's the difference? I mean, really, what's the difference? They're both living animals. They're what's the difference? One has fur and one doesn't, you know. And is it's, snakes don't get a fair shake.
1: Go and it's the fucking cat, dude.
0: Cats are destructive. They can cry all they want about that shit in Florida with them Burmese pythons. Them fucking feral cats are all over the United States and do more damage than any python ever could. Nah, so get absolutely. the fuck out of here. Miss me with that shit. <laughs>
1: Well, I think a, a big thing is also even if they are cats. captive bred, um, the farm's not usually going through all the effort to get them on to mice or whatever they got to do. So they could feed them, you know, lizards from outside, gecko species. And- which is
0: why when you get an import animal, everybody says take it to the vet, check a fecal, because right. it's probably gonna have parasites. Because they start their babies and stuff on lizards, which carry we parasites.
2: Is, I is just I don't have a problem it with imports.
0: I don't think it's trust uh, as is not trust imports. Is you know, it to me it doesn't matter because no matter what comes in, I would get a fecal done if it's an import. You know, if I if I got a snake, it, it's not it's not trusting them. It's just the fact that I know what they There's probably too many feed hands this animal. On it before
1: you get to it, and also, it's, it's well, it's more along know. the lines
0: of you know what it, it's probably fed and it's probably got internal parasites. So it's fed lizards so it makes sense to go get fecal's done to make sure there's no probably there's going to be parasites get rid of them that's it it's that's, not a matter I of I trusting when you have yeah. no reason to trust i don't them. i don't really give a shit there's so many people knock imports i don't knock i like i love imports yeah. i just there needs to be a limit you on what comes what in they go but through. I, yeah you know yeah. what they're being fed so just take them to the vet and that's that simple you know some people are like no i only buy us captive bread cool you know in the meantime while you're knocking imports you're dealing with nido
2: so are you more likely to buy an import? Not, not you all like them not and all cats the bread cheaper? have nido
0: too by the way. I'm just saying. are you
2: more likely to buy an import because you like them and they're cheaper?
0: No, I'm more likely I'm more likely to get what catches my eye. If it's an import and I like that animal, I'm gonna get it. Gotcha. If I got a buddy like Bill or like Ian that's producing something and I have the money handy, I'm gonna get it. Okay. I don't give a shit, you know all I want to know is, is it nido free? <laughs> is it parasite free? Either way, I'm dealing with something. And all it is is to get rid of it you know what i mean so it doesn't to me it doesn't matter like yeah. it's all about what i like you know i just don't like the people that knock imports or the people that just knock captive bread because if you're knocking captive bread because of the prices you, you you're dealing with an animal that's cheap you're probably gonna have parasites and all that shit by the time you spend all the money to get it to the vet get it taken care of checked out blah blah blah, you could have bought a captive bread without all those issues yeah, yeah. but if you're knocking imports oh uh, blah 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 i only like captive bred. bread there's a chance you need to check it, and make sure it doesn't have an IDO. <laughs> Also which is I mean, gonna cost more money. Like
2: you said, I mean, there's imports and wildcots bring new stuff to the, you know, to the game. So I think they still play a part, even if they have, even if you have to go through prep work when you get them. I think they play a part in our community and in the trade itself.
1: Yeah, because like like Evan said, not too many people are keeping locals pure at this point. It's just kind of like what they have around or a certain look they're going for or just whatever sticks and it's like yeah, it's probably important especially for things like kofi Al, things that people really haven't established to
0: get yeah. the opportunity and i i think man some of these outcrosses, crosses like you're, you're making basically mutt green trees and they are beautiful like you can take two mutt carpets and put them together and get some drab ugly babies yeah. you take two mutt green trees and put them together Chances are you're still gonna get some phenomenal animals. It's just crazy think, how it works. You think
1: that's because you are in a breeding species, northern species, southern species? Oh no,
0: it, it's it's. I think certain snakes just give you better looking babies. You know, ball pythons. It's like you take, I mean, you take two of them, and put them together. Some of these babies are gonna be crazy. Some of them are gonna look kind of ugly and be normal. Whatever. It's just, I don't know. I like chondros. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. <laughs> like. I just can't wait to breed chondros. And I've got plans. You know, I want my blue line animals. Once I get those, I'm really going to focus hard on my locality stuff, why the blue line is growing up. And at some point, I want to work with, you know, high yellow and those high black animals. But right now, I have my goal in green trees is to work with locality animals and some blue line animals. Mm. And then I don't really want to be mixing, matching all over the place. At some point, I would, you know – do uh Maniquari, biak, cross, something like that. But right now, I just want to do aru to aru, Maniquari, you know, biak, biak. I just think it'd be fun. And like I said, there's not too many people that are producing locality animals like that. So, right.
1: well, it's a little bright.
0: Light out. bright, light bright.
1: So, I guess that's Dan's too old for some of y'all. What does he breed you know, now? Is, right still are things. Things. You know is
0: are it? Things, I know like, what Light Bright is That's, that's why I'm like singing a the song
2: But I would show up my like age
0: When it. I started singing it uh, eh. no
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> So Dan asked what you breathe now Tell him well, we Joe the Rats, and, mostly rats fruit and fruit flies <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mostly rats really but Yeah um, I my All my chondros are About a year Year and a half And I've got a couple that are about 20 months you have adult well, I got I have one. one adult male and one why well, I, I, he's he's little but I'd call him an adult he's he's three and a half and I mean he's he's not that big but he could breed if he wanted to uh-huh. as long as it's a male I kind of suspect it's female though really why would you say that uh I mean I the sheds I've seen and checked looks like a butterfly to me I'm gonna I'm a try to get some pictures next time I need to get them probed at some point because they are big and old enough, but, you know, they like to bite. Um, So I think what I'm going to do is uh, that next shed, I'm going to take some pictures and post it and see what folks think. But it bought it as a male, but I think it's a female.
1: Who would you buy it from? Or is that your Craigslist?
0: No, it wasn't a Craigslist. It was off Mm -hmm. Facebook. I just don't remember the guy's name offhand. Yeah,
1: because, I mean, what I've heard from so many people is like, well, usually it's a it's a female mistaken that's actually a male, but people are always like, I think I, heard I can't say don't trust dude, it until they lay eggs. I can't,
0: yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've gotten, I went out and bought a male green tree and and they ended up being female. That seems to happen more often with me. Uh, my uh, Fiji, the girper type, she was obviously female. Bought her as a male, huh. and then Negan, which I mean, he's named Negan. I think it's female. <laughs> so we'll see. And then I've got everything else is unsexed.
1: Mm. So we'll see. When will you try mm.
0: to with them? I honestly, the only two I don't care about right now are the two, the, the ones I'm calling mystery types because I bought them as Cyclops types, but they're obviously not Cyclops. Mm. Um, so those are just called mysteries. I don't really give a shit what they are right now. I'm going to just let them change color and grow up, and then I'll worry about that later. But I've got a quarry, I've got a Biok, and an Aru. And I need. I want to know what I'm working with so I know what to look for. Right. And I've heard people say, well, don't don't sex them till you want to breed them. And I'm like, I'd rather know now what I have so if something pops up that I want, okay. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, ooh, I like that. I already know what sex that is and I know what I have. I hope that's and what they say if all else it
1: fails, is. then you have another green tree. Yeah, then I have whatever. another green
0: tree. <laughs> but... That's just, you know, my thought process is figuring out what I have now. And they're old enough to be checked. You know, they're over a year old. They're well over 100 grams.
1: Are you just trying to do shed or do you probe them?
0: Uh, So far, I've just done sheds. And I've also, you know, I I look at them and how they sit. And I've said this many times and people are like, I don't know. To me, I I think I talked about this with Bill uh, and a couple other people that keep green trees. Females have a tendency to sit kind of wide like on the perch they they, they sit wide where your males sit kind of long like they kind of they kind of oh, I'm trying to sh- use my hands and show this and I forgot the mic um but the, the males sit kind of long and kind of compacted on the perch uh-huh. and it seems like their their quills just kind of drop more and females just kind of sit wide on a perch it's not 100% but uh I said that on something else I was talking about and the the guy went in his room and was looking at all his breeders, and he was like, dude, all my females are sitting wide and the males sit long. And I was like, it's not 100%. I wonder
1: why that would be if you would think about it, like, biologically.
0: I don't know. It just seems – I mean, it's – I've seen my males sit wide too, but generally they all kind of sit kind of long.
1: Male humans sit wide.
0: I don't know. I know some that don't.
1: (laughs) cross their legs. They're out there.
2: Baron asked how do you sex green trees
1: Hey, I just asked him that were you here Shed and
0: <laughs> probing.
1: There you go. And how I mean how effective do you think it is as far as probing versus the shed and then how are both of them effective in general?
0: Well, when you get a mature male shed, I don't think you could mistake that. Like you see those plugs or whatever they call them, you you see it like those peen sheds. You you see them, mm. and unless that's some weird ass female, but generally you could tell a male from male. When you get those females, sometimes they kind of curl up and it dries a little bit, so it can be a little suspect. Yeah. But it's they're to me they're pretty easy when they're adults. Mm. But I I go by sheds. You know, females have that little butterfly, and males have the hemipen sheds.
1: Like
0: little icicles. Yeah, that's, that, that's <laughs> little icicles. <laughs>
1: yeah, I I haven't um, looked at my green tree shed yet or whatever, but you said it's probably a male. And it's like, I wonder if that works out just by the way it sits.
0: I don't give a fuck what it is. You need to send him home with me. Y'all are moving <laughs> well, I'm, across country. I haven't. He already told me. He was like, I don't want to move across country, bro. Let me come to your house. And I was like, come on, man. We had <laughs> that conversation like... over some cheese.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Um. I'm having trouble keeping the humidity in his fucking enclosure.
0: Is it PVC or is it a... It's PVC. I don't know. I don't... What, you got a rating heat panel on there?
1: Yeah. I don't, know. I and don't I, know. And I changed it to chip, and I'm keeping the humidity up. But I just opened... For some reason, I'm like... Maybe the air's just stale, and I might be going fucking crazy. But I opened up the vents, and I'm like we see said it earlier, I think you're
0: thinking too much about it. No, I wouldn't even, no. I wouldn't worry about reptile chip, none of that. I just put in some newspaper and a big ass water bowl, and then like one of those perch holders. Uh, David Brahms at S3D Specialty Enclosure Design makes those PVC perch holders, and they go right on your perches and it's a little water ball holder, and that's that. And I don't think you have to like spray them down or hook up mist systems. Just whenever you change water, just dump a little bit. And mm-hmm. that's it. I only spray when they're in shed. If they're not in shed, I don't fucking spray them. Yeah. Like. Well, I had,
1: I had perfect sheds every single time in a tub before this. A tub is just, I just need a tub that's, you know, yeah. a cube.
0: He just needs to come to my house. That's all there is, it. <laughs>
1: Well, it's not going anywhere because I could just get everyone's got to have one. He I think it. you should have one. No, nice he needs he needs snake.
0: a girlfriend or a boyfriend, whatever he's into, Dude, whatever bathroom asexual. he uses.
2: He's uh-huh. he
0: But he needs to. He Mars needs to, come to hang out. If
2: you were Bruno Mars, I don't know which one I'm assuming he's talking about. Evan. but i like, Bruno Mars doesn't do that with the beard, but yeah, no, no right.
0: um, it's the finesse.
1: <laughs>
0: dripping no i'm just kidding
1: but mark i do
0: mark mark hey mark what's up buddy
1: <laughs> but um i guess mark will probably be a carpet Fest. Right? yeah Ooh. i think so i mean it's gonna be a lot it's gonna be a lot of um is it mostly carpet people green tree people what would you say Who can we
0: expect? Well, who can you expect? Name some Tony Jerome, of course, is host, Nick, so I imagine he'll be there. Uh, <laughs> Austin's gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. You guys are gonna be there. Dave Perlich, Bill Stegall, uh Jason Brumley. There's a lot of folks coming in. Ian's flying in, and he's he's does uh, green trees and S&A he's Rep into Challenge. yeah he's he's into uh, Emmys and ATBs and. What else does he have? I don't he's know. He's starting he, to branch out.
1: In yeah, Corrales he's
0: he's continues. yeah he is. But uh, there's, I mean, it's all over the place. There's going to be so many different people there, and just people that love snakes. Doesn't matter, or it it doesn't matter what you like or what you don't like it's going to be talked about there's a lot of people that keep hots uh Ezra Ezra keeps hots yeah. you know i mean he keeps more than hots but he keeps hots and there's not that many hot keepers that come and we still talk to him about hots because it's just something else to talk about it's
1: not like oh and you like and it's not like the whole snake, like- the whole
0: day is not just snake talk i know it probably seems like oh they just get together and for hours talk about snakes half the time we're not talking about shit other I than i don't think we talked about i think we just talk either. shit to each other and then we like play play cornhole and try to whoop each other's asses and we just it's a family man like it's a fun family and we just talk a lot of shit and it's fun
1: yeah it's cool over the last like few years once you have it i guess a few years in a row you like get to know who goes to every single one yeah. you get to know
0: everyone and it's been pretty much there's that that core group that has been there like from day one to now i mean there's always that core group and then we usually do that dinner uh friday night there's this Friday night at, I believe, 7 o'clock at uh, Bone Daddy's in Grapevine. In yeah, Bone Daddy seems to be the spot, man. Oh, it's going to be in Grapevine. Howard can get some motherfucking okra with a side of motherfucking okra. Uh,
1: what is that? Sounds like a strip club. <laughs> Sounds like a porno, right? Right. Um, no, it's... She found that on Pornhub. It's a, it's a corn hub. It's a barbecue place.
0: I think I've heard of that.
1: It's, it's really good, but come on, man. but I guess we can go to bone down.
0: Yeah, it is, yeah. but it's also got yeah. a view.
1: So if people don't know what <laughs> Texas is all about, it's mostly barbecue and booty,
2: baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, for I mean, there, there's some nice girls there, but that's not, you know, we all go to hang out and it's, it's good food. That's Very all I can well. say. I'm fucking married and if she's watching this, I'll be in trouble. <laughs> it's nice girls. Right, baby. Tell nice girls.
1: I remember we yeah. didn't we didn't really know you and we were going to that thing and you were our only contact and we messaged you on Facebook and it was like it was your wife and it was a whole thing, man. We
2: were sitting downstairs of Bone Daddy's last year for like a solid hour. Well, we didn't realize everyone was others, and we didn't know anyone, so we're like, let's not just walk. Like, where's Evan? Like, and you, we couldn't get in touch she with you. God, deal, it was God. so ridiculous. Oh yeah, I think she,
0: because she, I didn't, I couldn't hear my phone, and I think she, she called, uh, she called Bill, and yeah, Bill yeah, was like, hey, your wife's on the phone. I'm like, what the fuck? So instantly, I start reaching for my phone. And he's like, no, she's on my, and I'm like, why the fuck is she calling <laughs> on your phone? And so I'm like, hello. She's like, I've been trying to call you. She's like, you're not answering your phone. And I was like, fuck, I, I didn't hear it. She's like. There's a Joe and Melissa that are looking for you and I was like, okay, where are they? She's like, They're downstairs. They've been there for like an hour. And I was like, What? And I was like, Oh shit. So I went down there and I was like, fuck, we're upstairs. And it was kind of
1: weird because like we weren't We didn't know anyone. It's it's funny now that we like know everyone and we would never like feel uncomfortable. Just yeah, and it's up. it's just
0: so it's so funny how you can like I said, you know, Brandon was traveling across country. I never met this dude, just talked to him a few times on Facebook and he hit me up. I was like hell yeah and then he came over and it's like you have this weird instant connection because you've talked online so you feel like you know him you just don't mm-hmm. know him you know what I mean so it's really weird and then it's like once he was there and you talk to him and hang out I feel like I've known him forever and I really <laughs> I have not you know but it's it's just such a weird connection that Facebook has done with people like you meet people you'll know them for years but you don't know them you know what I'm saying you've never met them but you'll know them for forever and it's so crazy to know somebody like that but not know them. And then you get to meet them and it's just like, oh, they're even better in person, you know? Except for Howard. <laughs> but everybody else rocks.
2: No, I highly believe Howard will be even better in person. Howard is. I am most excited to meet him.
0: You didn't meet him last year? No, we didn't.
2: You we wasn't were there last year. Y'all didn't y'all make fun oh, of no, him he, for not he, being it there? it wasn't.
0: What did he come in for? No, he came in for NARBC. He flew in for NARBC he's and we did. We went to a us. dinner. Yeah, yeah, he didn't. That's right. That's right. But he he's probably Howard's and fucking to him last
2: year, but this year. On- this the last
1: year, I feel like we were quiet. The last
0: two years, I went. Oh, and I it ain't no quiet anymore. now. Everybody knows everybody. You walk in that motherfucker like you own this shit. Just yeah. be like, what's up, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> everybody starts laughing like we're just cool like that
1: yeah yeah it's just crazy um once you get involved and talk to people it is like, man
0: it it turns into a family and it's so much fun and talking about who's doing what and who's breeding what and you start hearing about all this stuff and then there are the serious talks you know i'm very sure Nido will be brought up and people will talk about Nido, and you know the effects it's having on the community and but stuff. it's also and,
1: like it's not totally unfiltered when people are talking in public and putting out public shit like you know when you talk person to person with someone like there's much more little details and little things that you need to know about and like people will be more apt to tell you the bad shit that's going on that people usually don't tell you exactly or the things to watch out for you know things that you've had animals you know have ill effects towards i don't care about talking about that stuff some people don't like talking about that in public but you can get those little like yeah it's nuggets.
0: more a more, uh, sort of more intimate you get that like i say you get that one on one time and you can really just talk to somebody and ask them you know how they're doing what's going on with their collection and stuff and you know like i said at a show you can't really you can't really do all that at a show you're trying to talk to somebody and there's somebody next to you you trying to buy a snake from them and you know so it's hard to to get that one on one time this isn't about selling animals this is about hanging out right you know and it's just it's fun Plus, the people that you know are the people who are going to give you deals and
1: first picks when you are buying animals, though. So it's so good. It's just good to know people.
0: Yeah, and it's, and it's, it's just like you said, it's another form of networking, too, because you might talk to somebody about something that you've never really thought about working with, and they're so into it. And just certain people, the way they react to certain things, will get you hyped up. You're like, fuck, yeah, I want one now. You know, I want a white lip. You ain't never thought about a white lip a day in your fucking life. But you talk to (laughs) Billy G over here and all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, white lips are like the greatest thing ever. And, you know, because I heard there was a show on NPR and they were talking about white lips. And I was sitting in the car listening to it one day. And I was like, fuck, man, this dude makes it sound like so freaking awesome to own a white lip and they were all getting excited and i was like yeah white lips and i'm like i ain't never even wanted a white lip now i'm sitting here like i think i'm gonna get a white lip you know what i mean like right it's just so it it gets it 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 gets uh contagious people some people get so excited and it's still great when people get excited about that stuff you know some of these guys can produce 50 million clutches and they're still happy and they're still fun and they, they just they get excited they get you excited And some of them guys treat it like a job, and I don't like to talk to guys like that. Because then it's just, they're just, oh, yeah, I produced this, and blah, 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 and it's like, fuck, I don't want to be where you're at. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be where this dude's at, where he's happy bouncing off the walls, and I'm on my 50th thousandth clutch, and it's fucking great. woohoo! you know? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that's um, Scott Borden put out a medium, like, blog post today. Anyways, Keith McPeak actually wrote, a blog basically on scott's blog he guest blogged and um he was basically saying like a blessing or a curse like the reptile bug i guess you could say and he's like to a certain extent it's a blessing and then you can see it turn into a curse depending on you know things factors get involved right there's money there's Fame in parentheses, you know, because really no one's famous if you're keeping snakes, but you can feel famous. And then, well, yeah, there's people that want to feel at least accomplished in some ways. Let's not get onto that track. Famous or infamous. (laughs) But uh, he was saying, like, to a certain point, either too many things get in the way and it turns into a curse.
0: I think if it becomes a job, you lose the fun. You know, that passion kind of goes away because now it's a job. Every day you're cleaning cages. Every day there's so many snakes that have to be fed, have to be cleaned, have to be watered, and it becomes a job. And I think if you, any job, no matter even if you love your job, there's times it, it starts to wear on you. And I never want to have that many snakes that I, I just don't. I, I couldn't do what Nick does, what any of these these big name guys do because I just see so many clutches. You know, these guys are like, "Oh, this is clutch number eleven for the year," and I'm like, "Holy shit!" And I'm just like. Dude, you're looking at some of these snakes that are having 20, 30 babies, 11 clutches. That all adds up, not to mention all the adults, sub-adults, snakes yearlings from last year that you still have. Green. And I'm like, that's that's a job, you know, and it's it's especially if you if it's a job in itself and that's not what you do full time. You have an right. actual job. You got to go do that. Then come home and do all this. Where's all your free time? You know, what I mean, where's where do you get to? Then it starts. To, I, I can see it wearing on you and people got to take a break. I never want to be like that to where, you know, I'd love to to have a small collection of chondros and maybe some jungles and a few other things to where I'm producing five clutches a year, maybe. Mm. That's great. It's easy to manage. It's I'm not drowned in snake piss and cleaning snake cages and watering everybody. It's just very small. I, I want my day to take. OK, if I have to clean cages and water everybody, I want it to take no more than three hours. If, it, if I feel like it's going to take more than three hours to do all this, I, that my collection is too big. That's just me. Some people want large collections. I don't want to deal with all that shit. Well, I, I think, don't ever want to have to hire somebody to come help me yeah. clean my collection. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I think there's been
1: some people who have been able to achieve the doing it full-time while still enjoying it. Like, um, you know, we think about Nick or probably Rico when he was doing it full-time and There's some people who have an overwhelming passion but still have a little knack, I guess, for the business. And they aren't, I guess. um, They aren't some of the top ten producers or something
0: where, I mean. Then there's also people that get in over their heads and I think produce way too many and can't probably take care of what they're producing. Right. (laughs) 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 How dare you. Fuck that dude. I don't care. I do not care. Come at me, bro.
2: Did you ever get into spiders?
0: Oh yeah, I had some. I had tarantulas. If you go through my Instagram, I've had Do you say that there's there's some badass. I had some uh pe- the pokies. I think. had the pokies, I had metallicas, the blue oh, they're so blue <laughs> and so pretty. I had uh I had some uh Venezuelan Sun Tigers and I had some other shit, but yeah, I, I miss my tarantulas. The wife was not feeling the tarantulas. You know, the metallicas were pretty, so she was like, Okay, those are pretty, I can deal with them. But she happened to be in the living room. And if if you go, no, I had a, I had a a pokey. It was a ornata, which is a species of of pokies. And ornatas are little assholes. I mean, they can be, and they're big. I mean, they're big. And I had a male and, you know, your females are bigger, but the male, he was still, when he's on the glass, he's bigger than my, like, he's spread out. He's, He's about eight inches or so from from leg to leg and so he'd be sitting on the glass and she'd just be looking at it and you see her just like "Fuck no and then one day one day he was on the back glass and so i opened it was cleaning and i mean they're so fast and it, i mean wow. he just and was out faster than i could think he was out and all you hear is those little on the glass and it's so fast and my wife freaked the hell out she was just like no like hell no get rid of them and she was she was over that real quick but i like tarantulas. I like, you know, creepy crawlies. You know, I like all that stuff that most people don't like. Snakes, lizards, turtles, frogs. Uh, Vietnamese centipedes are one of my favorites. Dude, you ever feed that thing a mouse? That is some vicious shit. That will make you like them if you see one grab a mouse like it is vicious. I was just like, that's a savage ass insect. What if you insect. feed
1: him a pregnant mouse?
0: That's even more savage cuz oh, it's going to eat the babies oh, out of the mama. I- yeah but i don't handle that shit like i see people handle their pokies i wouldn't do it they're they're old world tarantulas which means you're probably going to the hospital you know it's not like a mexican redney. you know it's nothing like that it's not like a little rose hair you know you see in the pet stores that's this is some if it bites you you're gonna feel it and you're gonna go to the emergency room mm-mm. did you see that
2: like Meme going around Facebook. It was like someone's hospital bill. I think he was saying he like got bit by a rattlesnake or something.
0: Please and tell me we're not talking about that fucking idiot. Are we talking about Eric Farr? I don't
2: know who it was. I just I think it was a meme that got shit I think it was like one hundred seventy five thousand. That sounds like Eric
0: Farr. And for y'all that don't know who this fucking nitwit is, he's somebody who has no business owning hots at all. Does not house them properly. Doesn't do anything properly. And the whole community came out and was like, dude, get rid of him. He tried to freehandle some shit. He's very careless in what he was doing. And we were like, you're going to get killed. And then he he got lucky and got bit by the sidewinder and not the forest cobra that he had. You can't tell a sidewinder. So he had <laughs> mambas, and he had them in, like, a fish tank with, like, he, he – oh, my God. Like, the I can't even – I don't even know how to describe. You know the the little makeup that kind of look like this, but they're small. And they just had a little slide-out drawers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He had puff adders in those, <laughs> and we're just like, "What the fuck, dude!" And he's just it, he when he got tagged, he did. He was I think he was happy about it because we were we were already giving him too much attention. Mm-hmm. Then that happened, and then was it was more big attention on because yeah, because he was such a fucking idiot. He was getting big for being an idiot, and then he got tagged, and of course we were all like, "You're a fucking idiot!" So then more people tuned in. He's sharing pictures and. He he had a hospital bill and posted the bill. Yeah, it was expensive. Fucking dude. <laughs> but that's also our fault because we gave that situation and that dumbass so much attention that we we created that. Like if it's hard to just ignore somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But it was a train wreck and we couldn't stop watching.
1: And here we are giving him more attention, I bet you people No, are he's fell him off
0: out. now. I think most people are like, Fuck him. It's over. I mean He might still have some people that tune in, but most people now are just like, fuck that guy. Yeah. We got other shit to worry about.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would never want the responsibility of, like, selling a venomous snake. Mm -hmm. I don't even know how. Because, I mean, here in Texas, there's pretty much you buy what's equivalent to a fishing license at Walmart, right? Yep. 20 bucks. I don't don't even think Pennsylvania. I don't even think you need to do anything. I don't know. I've never been to Pennsylvania. I heard they got good cheesesteaks, though. (laughs) But, like, I don't know. That's kind of fucked up.
0: They got some water. Water. hate that how Eric says it? Water? I don't know. Oh, is that y'all, y'all, y'all thirsty? Water? You want some water? Oh, no. I can't take that.
2: But then oh, I it's know cool. I'm just going to get shit for they y'all. Got, they,
0: got cool, they got cool-ass words up there, things I hadn't heard today. John. Y'all came down here. to John, and I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> you're moving that. there. Like the bathroom? It's, like, like not a bathroom. No, not like that's a thing. bathroom, but that's a thing. Yeah, it's their thing. It's just Philly slang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Orleans is out there with some of the shit y'all be saying. Did we talk about this last week? Did
2: we talk about Buku? Well, we, about?
1: We, we talked to with the Howard
2: Buku's a little weird. bit. Buku, like too, too Buku? Like too much. Like too much. Yeah, He'd too
0: Buku. Does yeah, anybody know what movie Buku? that's from? Come on. I don't know what that's from. What Somebody I don't know. please Rudy fill Chang. this girl in. No, <laughs> No, it's an older movie. How do you not know what this is? What? To book. Somebody tell this girl what Coming? this is. I don't, I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Okay. One of the lead actors just died.
1: uh who just died?
0: That Vern Troyer? Just, no, so no. Minnie Me? No. Older person.
1: <laughs> uh, oh man. How how old is just? Let's see, how old is that movie? Uh, oh, fuck no, but like he just died when? There it is.
0: Uh, she hit it instantly. Tubuku. I don't even know what it is. Full metal, Full
1: metal Jacket. Yep. I've seen that a lot of times. What? And I don't even know. You don't
0: remember that when she was yeah. talking to the black dude, and he was like, "Hey, baby, how much?" She was like, "Tubuku." Too oh, much. Oh no. You don't remember that shit?
1: because that doesn't. I didn't know what she ever said. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I don't. How did we even <laughs> get here?
1: But that's not even the same meaning.
0: So yeah too, confused. Confused.
1: too much too much really yeah. too much we'll say like, Too we'll say like,
0: but that was in like Vietnam or some shit so so
2: yeah, see it made know. it a, it's a French word and you know French influence you know, but we'll say like Gunny like, there you go what sir is Gunny
0: oh my gosh oh god I'm, Evan's
2: I'm out what is Gunny <laughs> what's Gunny I don't know god, is that from the same movie Arlie
0: Emery I've never, I don't know. What he just out. died. Arlie Emery was the Marine, the, the drill oh, sergeant.
1: Gunny is short sure for a gunnery sergeant in the Marines.
0: He rank. said, did your mother have any kids that lived? What? Oh, watch.
2: Full metal jacket. Is it super action-y? Obviously. It's
0: fucked up no, it's is amazing. what it is. No,
1: it's hilarious and fucked up. It's like a dark comedy. It's good. Uh, it's great. It's good? It's Okay. But it's about so Marines it's that are going into like Vietnam and then.
0: You're Vietnamese. She's saying something. no. That's not what she said. Because she actually said it. She was like, "He's too big, too buku." I mean, you could be Vietnamese. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, maybe in they the movie it she up. was saying, "Yeah, maybe they fucked it up." But she was saying too "tubuku." She was saying, "He's too big." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, too big, Too buku. <laughs> 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 Woo! I've been told that a time or two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: I haven't heard anything. What um what do we? <laughs> I <having>? uh,
0: said <laughs> I've never been told that, damn. I mean,
1: <laughs> this is going to be a weird thing. I mean, it's the last 10 minutes of the show. Um have you ever seen a ghost?
0: Like a ghost corn?
1: No, no, like do, do you have any ghost stories? Oh, okay. Like an actual so like like yeah, like a like a straight ghost. I don't believe story. that
0: bullshit. I don't
1: believe, I don't But no. I'm pretty much snake, atheist, so to me. met you in the middle of the night, but you don't That was a dream.
0: No, that was a dream. Oh, okay. Like, I'm pretty atheist, so, I mean, it's hard to to believe in a ghost, but not believe in God. Wouldn't it kind of be one and the same?
1: I don't know, because what is a ghost?
0: An entity, right?
1: But, I mean, does it have to
0: do with heaven, or? I mean, it's it's more religious shit. Here? If you see ghosts and shit, don't they call the priest to come get rid of it? <laughs> I mean, that's some or religious go inside shit. Inside I don't. You. Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> don't know go go me. inside. I
1: thought you were going to have a fucking ghost story. I go inside.
0: Ghost. No, I. Fuck, no, I ain't got no ghost stories.
1: Okay. by so
2: your. Let's bring it back to snakes. <laughs> I don't have a question, but let's Way bring it back to the snakes. There you go, dude. So,
1: what are you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you. Gustavo said he's seen in exorcism. I. In Miami, I think that's more of a thing like where there's um, like crazy Cuban Santeria shit than you've probably seen an exorcism or like a goat.
2: Do you think you Be- could <laughs> ever bring a snake like back to life that's like dying?
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> Are you asking if you could resurrect a snake? No,
2: resurrect, but like, like not CPR? Not it's complete, like C- yeah, could you do CPR on a snake?
0: I think you can do CPR on anything that breathes air. I don't, I don't, think, don't think you could do it on a fish. Die. I want to say yes because I think someone was saying something I think there was a post a long time ago on Facebook about there's a fire and there's actually firemen trying to resuscitate like yeah. a python or something which was really cool because most of the time they'll be like I'm not fucking with that he was actually trying to get it. he I mean really they were what? pushing on it and they were trying to breathe in its mouth I mean I they were trying to get know it going where
1: the hardest to be honest yeah
0: I don't know. I think they were just pressing. Were you know what I mean? I think they were just like, I guess it would be here and start pushing. The point is, they were trying to fucking save it. And I thought that was cool. I mean, he was literally putting his face in his mouth and just blowing. I think he, you know. Snake CPR.
2: Impossible.
0: Yeah. It was cool. Would you
2: guys ever do that? I don't I wouldn't know. I mean, i don't even know if we could tell Thank if it. a snake was like about to die. you know I mean? it's not like they're like like they're like wheezing so. hold on
0: hold on you need to get that on camera how'd that go again <laughs> but i don't know because i've walked in and i've i've seen a snake that i've had that's that's door and it's dying and you see it when it starts to to roll on you and it you know my last
1: its thought is let me put my mouth to its y- you mouth. know what i'm <laughs> like
0: i'm like my thought is like god damn it like shit then you're mad you see that mouth come open, and you still see teeth. You're not thinking about <laughs> wrapping your lips around that fucker's mouth, you know? no. I like try pressing I don't pressing. try to do shit. Like if it's that far, then it's that it's far. Now, if it's if it's smoke inhalation, that's different. You know what I mean? I I would probably damn it and try to bring your snake back, no matter what yeah, animal. But it is.
2: if it's smoke inhalation, your house is on fire, and I don't think that's your thought to bring a snake back right there,
0: right? No, I'm I'm. If if my house ever caught on fire, I'm grabbing my dogs, and my snakes. Before I grab clothes or anything You're else, your family or daughter? I have a wife and she's grabbing the kid. Trust me, <laughs> she's grabbing that. She's gonna tell. I don't want her chasing the animals. I, let me. You get her. Get the fuck out. I got this. But it's not like
2: when you run out the house. Your first thought is like, okay, let me give CPR to all these things. You're like, well, fuck, if my I house have snakes burning.
0: and shit is dying, I don't want to lose my animals if I can save them. Houses can be rebuilt. That snake can't live again. <laughs> Another snake. Can be I mean, purchased. I guess if you. Have a ghost and it gets inside the snake. It could live again. (laughs) Whatever weird shit y'all are talking about today. Just think about y'all on some New Orleans voodoo shit. (laughs) Play with the chicken bones. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Y'all on some weird shit.
2: Trying to resuscitate us today if our house got caught on fire. Like you would not be out there doing that. Would you even grab the snakes?
1: Yes, I would grab the snakes.
2: Which one would you choose?
1: Obviously, you can't. Um, I would would do it in some efficient manner. It would be very hard. I don't know.
0: you know what that that oh brings God. up something I've really thought about I want to get everybody's got racks and stuff I wonder how many people are prepared for something like that do you have those extra tubs and pillowcases that are sitting in that room because now that you say that it's like fuck we really need to think about that because if something was to happen you got to quickly grab snakes you're not thinking about getting bit you're not thinking it's like get them the fuck out of here you got to start oh you guys don't have a large collection you could get these motherfuckers out if you wanted to you can get them out but you also have. I, would, I could probably put them you all. You have in one how many? S- you have one snake that would eat other snakes, right? Yep. That's the only one that can't go in a bag. Everybody else is going in the same fucking bag. I don't give a shit. I'll stick every snake I own in one fucking bag and be out, except for my king snake. <laughs> that bitch is going in something by herself because she's not eating my other motherfuckers. I don't want to go outside and open her up and see her chewing on a green snake, green tree. I'd be pissed. Fuck her. Let she go back in the fire. You know, roast that bitch. But. <laughs> But yeah, I that's that's actually a that's that's a thought. Like I've never really thought about. I thought about my house catching on fire or something, and, and probably grabbing because shit. Of fucking but I've never thought tape. about actually having shit around that I need to. to I don't want to be running around looking for pillowcases. What do I put them in and be freaking out? Because you're already dealing with your house burning or whatever the emergency <laughs> may be. That's pretty. You know, I think I'm gonna have like an emergency breakout kit for my snakes. Well,
1: Gustavo said he lives in Miami and. Hurricanes. You know, hurricanes every single year.
2: You have a little bit more time. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. But, I mean, he still keeps a bunch of tubs around, you know, just in case. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's pretty smart.
1: I mean, and the reason why your house is on fire is probably because you fucked up. and
0: Fell asleep with a cigarette in your mouth.
1: (laughs) Well, no, it's probably, like, faulty heat tape or something like that. Or, like, there's definitely a reason why more of us... We have a higher likelihood of our houses catching on fire. I'm sure.
0: Yeah, I just had. I've had. Like, I've had heat rack issues. I just like had my heat tape right now burn through, and I just really, replaced yeah. it. I've had it. I've had it do that the bottom, and it. I was like, "What the fuck is that smell?" And I was checking everything and couldn't find it. And I was just like, "What is it? It smells like something's like burnt hair. It smelled like, you know, burnt plastic." And I looked at everything, couldn't find it. And one day, I remember, I walked up to the rack and I went to pull it open, and then it stopped. And I was like, why can't I get it out? And I pulled, and it sound crunchy. Like, it just, like, you like hear it. It. it was like, and I was like, what the hell? So I pulled it open, lift up the paper, and there's a hole. I kid you not about this big in the bottom. And so I'm like, holy shit, the snake is up here. And so I pulled it out, and it had been burning, like, I can't tell you how long, probably two, three days. I couldn't find the smell, and I swear I pulled it open. And it at that point, it came open. But I never thought you know check the bottom of it i just checked and i didn't see anything i was like okay closed it and it was just sitting on that heat tape and that shit was just burning through and i had a uh i had a probe failure and so those temps i don't know what those temps were but i found them before they cooked my fucking snakes
1: i feel like that maybe like when i'm sliding the tubs across it even though it's recessed i feel like maybe i wore down like the top plastic and then the heat tape will like shock me and shit when it, I don't know. I don't know if I yeah. wore down the plastic just by sliding the tubs, <laughs> and maybe you should change your heat tape every certain amount of time. Yeah. But, um,
0: and check your probes.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, that's super cool. H2749. Brandon. Brandon, who? I don't know. I don't know. He's hey, a mystery Brandon, who? Brandon, who? I want to who, I wanna know who this is.
2: I about Brandon all the time, but he, like, knows a bunch of shit and he is helpful. That's why he's a moderator because he, like, answers people's questions for me when Cause i Because he know asked, them. Uh,
0: what? Kulub uh, I liked. And I like king snakes. I do like kings. I like uh very few rat snakes. I like those uh
1: Vietnamese blue beauties. No. I just made the, them out the,
0: No. You're getting closer. Bamboos. Um, bamboos. Hey. Those those Thai bamboos. Oh my gosh, those 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 red mountain racers, whatever they call them? Those things are cool. Coxie. I think that's how you say it cox eye cox eye coxie oh, like no, a go like it. a cox no, eye those are cool but uh <laughs> they, uh, those are those are really cool you know indigo's will always have a huge place in my heart uh i that's about it like i'm not too big on most of your rat snakes and stuff like that like those king rats don't do anything for me uh <laughs> man, mandarin rats are they're pretty one but they don't mandarin they rat. that's another one that doesn't do anything for me I've just never been a rat person. You know, the king snakes, I've always liked the king snakes. I'm not too into the foreign stuff, you know. I've always just been stuck on pythons, really. Pythons have always been my thing. Mm-hmm. Not really a boa fan. I've always liked i have always liked greenies, green anacondas. Uh, I've always liked Brazilian rainbow boas. And recently started liking Emmys. Other than that, I'm, I'm not into the Amazons. I'm not, boas just aren't me.
1: I feel like everyone is kind of bleeding over into corralis a little bit lately. I feel like It does trend. seem
0: like that. Like, all of a sudden, it just, they got popular. I mean, it's not much different than a Chondro, but, you know, it's a boa. Mm-hmm. But people are, seem to be, they, they seem to be getting a little popular. I like how you answer the question, but you still don't tell me who the hell you are. <laughs> what did he say? He said, ask because he's got tiger rats on his mind.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, he was talking about that. And it's like, that to me is just a lot of snake and a lot of, it just seems like it would be smelly and hard.
0: He has nothing. The way they shit everywhere is just <laughs> like, ugh. What snake did Brandon
2: just get? I already forgot. What was it?
1: He got a, well, I think he got a pair of, is it Maclots? And then also, he, I think he sent me a picture of a Timor too. but he got Maclots and
0: which what are super cool. I think that's the Mac
1: It's one. a Maclots. Is
2: it?
1: Yeah, but I mean, once you're getting into that territory, you're just going for large, crazy snakes. Just rare stuff.
0: Oh, how did I forget? Yes, because I, I saw Mexican kings. Those are all right, but man, if, if there's my my probably top favorite of all is gray bands. Like gray bands oh, to yeah. me are just the ultimate. I, oh, gray well, bands I are badass. Be, I mean, my no, no, fuck I no.
2: In a gray bands well you're here.
0: biased. You guys breed corn snakes.
2: Yeah, but I, I'm just saying nothing. To my no, eye, no, my eye, I've no, seen prettier no, Miami than no. I've seen gray no,
0: bands. No. You guys see some gray bands.
1: I like a good um what the hell do you call it? Blair's face.
0: Yeah, Blair's I like the I like the ones that just are just classic. black and gray. Some of those real pretty ones that are just that black and that slate gray, almost blue but I, I i think the first one i ever saw was a very nice Blair's. that bright bright orange with those those bluish gray bands is just so badass and we're talking alterna you know stewart yep stewart i was to say stewart and uh, you guys had stewart on and that's fucking gray bands man i can't say enough about them
1: yeah and we were talking about earlier like trying to figure out how to get out to west texas like
0: yes hey june i want to what is that Uh, we're talking about trying to go to Sanderson. I want to go out. I, I want to go out before snake days, before everybody gets out there, but I want to go, you know, sometime this summer, end of May, beginning of June. And I'd love to go out and just see what we can find, take a bunch of pictures. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not one of those that's going to go out there and clear everything out. I'd be lying to you if I said I wasn't going to go out there and bring try to bring out. something back. <laughs> like, I, I'd be lying. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I, I plan on. I'm not I would not bring home every snake I found at all. I have two species that I want to bring home and one of each, honestly, unless I was lucky enough to find a pair, you know, who wouldn't want a pair of locality specific animals. But I, I want a gray band and I want a lepidus.
1: For me, that would be an issue. What's a lepidus?
0: Uh the the rock rattlers.
1: Oh, oh. No wonder why I don't really know anything oh. about Crotalus. It but. looks
0: like it looks like a fucking it kind of looks like an alterna. Septic. Uh-huh. Oh, as a oh, bite. it's
1: the it's the gray and black ones, yeah.
0: Or some of them are greenish. Or they're like black modeled rack rock. There's bolted and, and there's the banded. Those those, uh kluber. I think is how you say it. Kluber. Those. Oh my gosh. Mm, I need a rag because I just made a mess. <laughs> 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 no, those are badass.
1: Yeah, I mean, my issue would be that I would want Baird's rats. I would want even splendid. I don't give a fuck if. I would want Trans Picos, Rat, anything out there. Trans- would, yeah, those
0: Trans Picos are like. nice. Those Trans Picos are nice, too. That's probably another rat snake that I would like. You know, and then we didn't even talk about milk snakes, really. And there's there's some nice, you know, the Scarlets. And then they, uh, I, I've always kind of had a soft spot for Hondurans. And I always Black wanted, milk. I always wanted a, yeah, I like the blacks. I always wanted a Sinaloan. And that's you know. That was like the, when a little kid, I want this, I want this, I want this. I think I, I really
1: want to um, get black milks eventually. It's like a six-foot, like, black, like, pretty decent, decently sized This tank. dude,
0: who the fuck is that? I don't know who Professor AC is. Professor a, who's going to take care of the fruit flies while he's out hunting gray bands? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you! That shit's funny. <laughs> yeah,
1: <but> <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like we're all over the place with this podcast today. It's all right,
0: man. It's comfortable. That's why I love yeah. doing this shit. It's so comfortable and laid back and we hang out. We didn't do too much shit talking about people and that's true. Talk we about, were talked positive, about huh? love, man. It's about Southern Carpet Fest <laughs> and love.
2: We were just talking actually earlier in the week. We were like, God, we need to find the Evan in Philadelphia who can always
0: come and talk to us. There's not like, a fucking we Evan need, in Philadelphia. We need an Evan up Y'all here. are gonna have to do me yeah. on that that hangout shit. Yeah, and yeah. just call
2: you in because there's no one. To, there's no one to take your spot. There's Let's no one like one Evan Prouder.
0: One of a kind, baby.
2: Ice Cube, Berta Mars, Fruit Flyer. No Q. Bruno cube.
0: I prefer Ice Mars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah. Thanks as always, Evan, for coming on, and thank you everyone for watching. Again, check him
1: out on Fruit Fly Breeders Forum and. Through the fruit fly breeder Man, fuck fly. what they talking
0: about. If you're trying to get in touch with me at Carpet Cartel on Instagram, Carpet Cartel on Facebook. Uh Um
2: yes. Also Big
0: Dick Johnson on Pornhub. Oh God, uh, No, just kidding. Stop. Southern stop. Carpet Fest, man. This weekend, May fifth. Uh, it's going down. Thanks so much to I need to say this because I forgot. I'm sorry, but thanks so much to Tony and Melissa for opening up their house to us and hosting this. Thanks so much to, you know, so many people put out vouchers out there. Uh, the donations have been off the chart. You know, Brandon Ricks sent some prints. There's some real nice prints that are going to be over there. Uh, Triple L Reptile sent some t-shirts and stuff. Zoomed Med sent some stuff. Uh, who else sent some stuff? Dan, I've got,
2: Dan said it'll pay us $20 I mean, if we cut Evan's goatee ball off. <laughs> Kiss my balls! Uh,
0: thanks. Look, you give me off track. Thanks so much to uh, David Brahms of S3D. He donated some uh, uh, perch holders, green tree perch holders. You know, thanks so much to everybody. So many people are doing so much to make this happen, and you guys fucking rock. And we're gonna have a good time. Howard, you need to message me about these fucking crawfish. You're making me stress. And uh, he, ordered, he ordered. Yeah, them. he's ordering some. Good. I think. I don't know if he's ordered them yet, but he's ordering them. He better what? fucking this do it. I'm stressing. So, but we're good. So, hit me up.
1: Let's do it. And Saturday. I'm not
0: selling nobody fucking fruit flies, so don't ask.
1: He's out because everyone bought them already. Um, <laughs> Saturday, you can show up whenever you I'll want. I like my cheese bowl. Evans out <laughs> out of no, cheese, so we to, gotta go. After,
2: remember, you have to like join the group to get the address for the for the thing
0: oh yes uh southern carpet fest i believe it's southern carpet fest 2018 or something like that it's a facebook page uh join that if you're in the area you want to come out you know join that and talk to us uh just to put it out there real quick we will not be one do not bring any animals no animals are allowed number two tony does have animals there but we will not be handling animals the apidora may come out but everything else will pretty much be off limits and only to look at uh, if you need any questions about that, you can contact Tony and also follow the the Southern Car Fest page because all that information on why is on there.
1: I'm going to bring my sugar glider. Is that okay? All right. Thank you guys so much <laughs> for listening. This is... <laughs> sugar gliders? What the fuck are we talking about? What's our lives? <laughs> um... You can reach us at portcitypythons.com.